Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Degenerates podcast. We are back in the building for a fantasy football preview segment. Um, tune into the college football one if you haven't yet. It was an absolute banger of an episode. Um, now Damn it's time. sucked. Now, Blaine's back, so there's that. What's up, guys? What up? Uh, I thought Danny was fine, but okay. Keep uh, going. B. Ramick is back as well with K. Morg. Uh, we got a full house tonight. <laughs> no, quick backstory. As soon as it hit August, me and Danny go in the full and Bears Packers hate each other for the rest of the year mode. But we're in the building for fantasy football. For those of you who don't know, we all play in the same fantasy football league. We have multiple leagues. Um, we're very passionate about fantasy football, especially B. Ramick, who was our fantasy football guru last year. Besides coming in last place in the league, um, we're still going to let him do it one more year. Does he get one more year as being the I guru? mean, he technically wasn't last. He just won the consolation bracket to be first pick. But he was last in the regular season. No, he wasn't. Yes, I was. Yes, he was. He has the trophy. God, you suck. <laughs> What'd you finish? I have before? a ring, though. You yeah. do have a ring. Hey, your before? name's on the trophy, right? The year before I finished in third. Brandon, That's your name's on the bad. trophy? My name is on the trophy. Like, hey, my name's in, on the trophy. Cody, if you're, is, if you're Cody like is your last, name on the trophy? My name is not on the trophy. Okay. Kevin, we know. We're not going to go there. Don't even ask. Well, but I'm keep not, going. I didn't ask. Yeah, the, last year I finished last year before I finished third. Yeah, That's not terrible. Because everyone's due for a last place fantasy league. It was, it was, like, you get one, everyone gets one, right? It's going to happen. It was embarrassing for sure. But yeah, it's going to happen. Though. As long as it doesn't happen it again. It sucks really bad. Like, when you're halfway through the football season and you know your team is like, you're fucked, it's just so it disappointing. I knew yeah. I was like, fucked, and then I did the, I started the trade fucking Megalodon. <laughs> where we, everyone was trading for about a week I thought straight. It was, I thought it was trade Mageddon. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. It was trade Mageddon. It was trade Mageddon, and there was nine trades in one day. That was unbelievable. And f- not just like a player for player. It was four players for four they players. They were massive. It was massive. <laughs> no one's team looked the same. It was hilarious, actually. I, I, I didn't make a single trade that day. Trade somehow. Mageddon. I was, my oh, you, phone was, you got, your trade got um, vetoed. No, I didn't even make a trade. With, with Ryan. You and Ryan had a trade yeah, and got vetoed. That was a week later, but that we made that trade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, but either way, like my phone was just blowing up that day. It was, it was unbelievable. Like, I was just at work, like, what the fuck is going on? Isn't that great in your fantasy leagues when you just have like, I don't know, where just a bunch of people just start trading, or you see a trade unexpectedly? It's just the unexpected trade is great. Like, <laughs> yeah. like all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck, that is a massive trade. That is going to impact everything, and you like weren't involved at all. Like those are those are good trades. You gotta love those. All right, so let's get into the episode. Uh, before we do, we have an interview at the end of this episode, so make sure you tune in. We have a special guest to talk fantasy with you guys, and he's also a fan of the greatest football team in the country. So make sure you stay stay hmm. tuned to that at the end of the episode. So hmm. let's get into it. Um, projected first-round picks. Let's talk about guys who potentially go in the first round, any opinions you guys might have on them. Uh, so I'm going to rattle some off. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feelings on it. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Um, Henry, Chase, Cook, Harris, Eckler, Adams, Jefferson. You're just naming names. What do you want? CMC, Cooper Cup, Diggs, Mixon, Kelsey. What do you want to know? Do you, th- do you think those guys are like, give or take, I think we named about 14 of them, but those guys are like the first round guys. Let me 
Let me. I'll, for, I'll for snatch most one. leagues, like those are the first round guys. Um, let Kelsey? me go through the name. Yes. You think like? Hold maybe, on. Let me start with that. Start with I think that, Travis right. Kelsey has better stats than any wide receiver in football next year. That is bold. What do you mean? Better than any receiver? Wide receiver. You should have made that a bold prediction. So he's wide receiver one. He's wide receiver one. So that he's is. better than Jefferson. <laughs> close. He's better than he just said. What, what do you mean everyone. close? Like, he just he's said he's better than like he'll have. He's better more than Chase. Fan, he'll have more fantasy cup. points than both. Baron Adams. Yes. Baron Diggs. He'll have more fantasy points I than both of them. You're gonna get put on a word limit soon. Blaine's been back for about five minutes. He's already saying stupid shit. But okay. Anyone that you think could slip in? How is that stupid? That is awesomely bold. You should have put that in bold. But how is that stupid? Better than, like, I would say, like, Chase Cup, Jefferson Diggs. Better numbers than those guys. I just don't think the yards. That's aggressive. He has more targets. He has Uh, more targets. I just don't think targets is fine. But I don't think the yak is there for enough fantasy points. He's not going to break off a bunch of 70 yarders, which I know a lot of guys aren't, but But he's not going to break off those big ones. The yak's not there. That's a good point. Okay, I could I could get that argued down, but he's going to see significantly more targets because he could have more touchdowns than any of those guys. And we're talking that's fair, that's fair. And we're talking receptions as well. We're talking PPR and receptions. Yeah, it's possible. And losing Tyree Kill, there's one safety net there. There's one. I think if you, I think you're gonna be all over him though. It goes. You said targets. And touchdowns, I could I could buy in on that. But one. I mean, look at the Super Bowl against too. the Bucks when they got blown out. The man had ten catches for one hundred and fifty. I think you know what I mean. Jefferson's gonna get a lot of fucking targets. <laughs> still a steal in there. Still yeah. a steal yeah. Still has an elite dead. running back. But those guys that Cy named off, I think those guys. Is there anyone else that Cy named that you think could be a potential first round guy that we didn't name? Didn't and, name? Did you name Joe Mixon? Yeah, he yeah. For sure did. No, no I think that covers it all. I don't yeah. think there's a, a surprise. I, there's not anyone you're going to reach there. Especially in the first. I think second round you're going to have some Did more reaches. Did you say Eckler? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. said Zeke, right? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Big Cowboys guy his, over there. His backup gets more fancy points this year. We'll see. We'll see. Um, any of those guys scare you? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm worried Ooh. a bunch of them. Who? CMT to I, th- start. I think that's that's a bigger question than the, the latter. Uh, I think... To me personally, CMC scares the fuck out of me. Where's he? Where's he projected? He's projected number one or two overall. No, no don't. We're not allowed to say projection anymore. Why? ADP for oh, the whole episode. ADP. Oh, it's Brandon's, Brandon's ADP. ADP. Brandon's here. We we will say ADP for the rest of this episode. <laughs> okay, sorry. Or, or I will have. But he's playing some ADP for the average for draft position. All right. It's, it's what gets me two. horny. There's no. It's what gets two. me bricked up. <laughs> it's what I look at on every web- <laughs> website. Is what is this man's ADP? Because I want to know it. Yeah. And and for CMC, it's like 1.2 because they're projecting like he's either going one or, or he's going three. two. No, like seriously, you're like, taking CMC wow. over the likes of Derrick Henry. I'm not. I personally am not. So, but if the man says in our draft, I don't think he goes one or two. No, but if, you think he goes three? Who's three in our draft? Me. I traded it. Me. I'm yeah. one and three. You're I, not going three. No, he's Brandon. not. He's not going three. Okay, so but got four. If uh, four is Kyle. And I have him projected going Cook at four. Oh, I thought we're not doing projections here. ADP. Projection in our okay. league. I, I can name say, off how I think our first round is going to go. I would love go. to hear that. Let's go. I am, for fourth I am number uh, for, for fourth and drunk, which is half PPR scoring. Say their name. I want them to hear this. I am the number one pick, yeah. and I'm going Jonathan Taylor. I'll yes. tell everyone right now, which yes. is, should not be a shocker to anyone. No. I think Cody's going to go Henry because that's his guy. That's He's his soft man. and, yeah. Uh, num- <laughs> no creativity. 
Yeah. As as of right now, and I'll let I'll let the people know because yeah. I know Fourth and Drunk is listening. As of right now, then this might change. I'm going Jamar Chase number three overall. Okay. Whoa, because I want a gritty all fucking year. Okay. Uh, number four is Kyle. I have him taking Cook. Okay. Number five is Mac. I have him taking Harris, which yeah. I think is that's a lock. I think that's a lock. Yeah. Uh, six is Mitch. I have him taking Eckler actually. Which is okay. Fuck. Wow. Number seven is Ryan. I think he's going to stay with his Raiders, and he I believes think Joey traded. I up. think they traded. The Joey traded. Oh, did I miss that? Hold yes. on. I can confirm this. No, they didn't. They didn't. I must have missed. We that have a, group a chat. fucking hundred thousand fucking people listening to this, and we're talking about ten people in our fantasy group. So I'm just saying. Number seven is Joe Show. Then yeah. Because I think yeah, Joey seven. So I I think give me Joey, give me Justin Jefferson at number seven then. Oh, I thought Joey wanted to go Eckler, but well, you think, gone. if you think Mitch is taking him, I think Mitch but I think is that's him. what Joey's mindset could have been there. I so think I'll, I'll go CMC. Jefferson seven, Ooh. which makes eight. I can see Joey Danny. CMC. Danny is gonna go CMC. No, Danny's gonna go Cup. Kevin's gonna go CMC because I know you love the Panthers. Correct. And Ryan is gonna be ten, and <laughs> go he'll Devante. go he'll go Devonte. So that's your projection for round one. Wow. So Mixon escapes round one. Kelsey escapes round one. Diggs escapes round one. Diggs escapes round one. Wow. Yeah. Who are you most worried about in that first round, like player-wise? Me? Yeah. Derrick Henry. Mm. Yeah. All right. I have this thing about Derrick Henry this season. Losing A.J. Brown, I think that's going to hurt the Titans way more than they thought because I think they're going to absolutely force Tannehill to throw the football. We've seen what teams... That's the recipe to beat the Titans. Make Tannehill throw the football, and I think that's going to happen a lot this season. I, I think Henry will get his, you know, on a few games, but on a consistent basis, I can see teams just absolutely stuffing that box and saying, he's not going to beat us. Ryan Tannehill better beat us. He better be good enough to beat us. B, how I about, don't know. How about you? I Kevin has a great argument, but, I mean, it has to be, and I'm sorry, guys, it has to be Jamar Chase. Ooh. Hmm. He really? was a rookie last year. He you, had you guys all suck him off. I would love to hear. Yeah, he, he had thirteen hundred yards. How and, can you not? In a, a grip of touchdowns. Thirteen. Thirteen touchdowns. <laughs> he had fourteen hundred yards. Thirteen touchdowns. Thank you. But here's the thing. Eighty one reception. He put the league he put the league on notice. And he was dependent on the big play. Dependent on the big play. Not really though. Yes. He had a lot of targets and a lot of receptions. Drops a ton of passes. <laughs> no, he's, I can't he's even fucking with you guys. I'm just going to have to he's fucking a, stop. A, no, no I don't want to hear argument. I want to hear a, He's a big play guy. He, he is, but though. He, and he was a he rookie, is, and he fair. put the league on notice. And teams were not – I mean, we knew how good he was going out of college. You know this is one of my favorite players. But teams went into the matchup thinking, like, okay, Joe Burrow's coming off injury. You know, Chase is a rookie. Who do we guard? We put Boyd in the slot. We put our best slot guy on Boyd. We put our tallest, fastest receiver on Higgins, and we'll let Chase go. Granted, it wasn't until playoffs we saw number ones on Chase. Did he still cook them? Yeah. but He went for 250 on Humphreys. You know that, right? 100%. Yeah, I it, watched it. Well, but it's a different point, league now. Did, did, you don't see uh, rookies come off like it's that exactly the and then not I get just noticed. Made about Henry. That's exactly that, it. We have to scheme for Chase. You now. have to scheme for Chase. You don't scheme for Mixon. I think that's a fair argument. You don't scheme for Higgins. You don't scheme for Tyler Boyd on third down anymore. You fucking guard Jamar Chase because he smoked teams. He you smoked s- the Ravens twice. He smoked the Chiefs Thank twice. Smoke the Pittsburgh twice. Smoke Pittsburgh smoke twice. Smoke the Pittsburgh. Okay. Smoke the Pittsburgh. He smoked the Rams All in the, the Super Bowl. 
Look. Who's your guy that in the first round? He's going to get covered a lot. Did Jefferson get covered after Thielen got hurt in week seven? Who's your fucking guy? Who's your guy guy in the first round that's going to be? Okay. (laughs) Come on. CMC. He's only played 10 games in two years. That's brutal. I mean, that's to that's me is like brutal. I don't understand how he's getting drafted so high in fantasy leagues. It's because if he's healthy, he's a fucking like uh, he's a league winner. But then but it's but, a huge risk. But every guy at nine, that's a league winner. But yeah, no, it's if, not if, because every every other guy. Look, he will not every, be there. Kevin. Every other running back. I don't think he has either. But you know, every other running back in, in the first round, True. every other running back in the first round has a chance to be injured. Like everyone has injury history. Every running back is just the position there is. Right. But only, like, we don't talk about, like, we only talk about it for other guys. Like, Dalvin Cook, oh, he's injury prone. Derrick Henry, he's injury prone. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's injury prone, right? And But when CMC comes up, it's like, oh, but if he's healthy, like, that's the same argument for all these other guys. When Dalvin Cook's healthy, he's an absolute fucking dude. He is. So it's like, why don't we use that same energy when we go to CMC? He's a fucking dude. Because well, I'm not his, picking him three, so. Because his best fantasy year <laughs> was like 100 using... more points than the second so we're all, best So we're all hanging on that that year is what you're saying. A lot of people are. I'm not. I wouldn't draft him. I okay. traded out of pick three so because where, where I didn't want think, to force myself to draft him. Where do you think he's him? draftable then? Late second. Late second. Early third. I th- Holy shit, I think, that's I late. think if you're the end of the first Holy round, shit, I think late. if you're an end of first round, especially in our league, which I think that's why Kevin's going to hit him at nine, I think that's a good pick because fuck it. Why not? That's my point. If you're top, like, if you're top if 15, I have you have to get top him. three, top one potential with CMC at pick nine. Like, it's a good pick. To me, he's uh, on the same it's, level as Saquon. Great, it's a great pick after six. To yeah. me, he's the same level as Saquon. Wherever you value Saquon, I think CMC is the same kind of guy. Yeah, because Saquon's value has dumped. So you should have the same energy, is what you're saying. It's, it's, that's, I agree even, with you. But even when CMC played last year, he still put up points and looked good. Like Saquon hasn't looked good in a little bit. Like even when healthy, he hasn't looked good. True. That's my difference with CMC. CMC looks good when he's healthy. Moving on. Fine. Uh, different draft strategies. What do you guys like? Uh, robust RB, which is like just going probably two, three RBs right away. Zero RB, which is you're going to wait. You're just going to hammer those wide receivers, tight ends. Hero RB is you pick like one early on, like say you get JT, and then you just kind of go wide receiver after that and kind of wait for running back. What, what strategy do you got? you guys like especially for like half point ppr which is what most people play i go i go for best value at my pick purely our league is obviously a lot different to where we can't like stack running backs or anything like that so i get those leagues when you're in you know a, a roster free league so i understand that strategy for me it's just hey like i said if i have cmc at pick nine like i think that's great value you know if i get you know like last year, I had Debo at like round seven. You know what I mean? And like, I already had, you know, two receivers on my team at that point that I drafted before that. But I was like, fuck it. Like, he's the best player available for me. Yeah. That's how I draft typically. So you like going whatever best player is available. Yeah. I'm whatever not, falls to you, you're just going to yeah, take so it. Yeah. So that's, I'm not a Cody where I'm drafting running backs, running back, running back. Like, that's just not me. So in the, I'm not, I'm, I'm usually with Kevin. Like, you got to take all the value at the spot you're in but the year i won 13 straight i had two rookie running backs humble, 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 humble brag, brag, yeah. humble brag. Humble, that was, humble that was brag. a sick flex i don't even know if that was humble slash okay. humble brag no no i won a championship <laughs> i don't even know if that needed to be brought up the, no but i but i won a championship <laughs> Super winning 13 straight with a strategy i've never done before i had two running backs 
rookies. And Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor. My receivers were Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson. Dirty. It was all wide receiver stacked with quarterback play. Like, I had Mahomes. I had Hill. I had that connection. I had Devontae. I had Justin on his rookie year, which was unbelievable. It was all wide receiver Not stacks. Cases, but yeah. And then I had random, random patches of good running back play. Yeah. And that strategy worked for me. Do I go in the draft thinking that? Sometimes. Is that, is that almost like just elite receiver, though? Like it your is. receivers were stupid and your running backs were... Like if I have 10, like 11... JT, yeah, now is unreal. Yeah. But his rookie year, he wasn't he wasn't the guy really that he is now, But if like I'm 10, 11 this year, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, don't even hesitate. I don't even hesitate. Does that happen? I don't even touch a running back. Could be. Does that happen in our draft? Could. Very well could. What do you think, CY? What do you, I've what do been you like? a robust guy, like... I've been stacking RBs and, you know, I, I feel like you live and die with how good your running backs are. You know, I think that's to me, like it's always been that thing, especially when we were non PPR for so long, receivers are just sketchy. You know, they'd have days where they go for 10 and 120, and they have days where they go for three and 45. And you're like, that's my first round pick. Um, you're just getting the volume. You know, I'm a big volume guy, whatever's going to bring you the most volume. And the league has changed and fantasy has changed to where, Receivers have been more valuable now than they ever have been in the history of the sport. So I understand kind of switching that strategy up. Um, and I understand the importance of wide receiver. So I think I think it really depends on your draft position as well. You know, if, if you're a guy that is at the end of the first round, are you going to reach on maybe RB6 or have a chance to get wide receiver two? Yeah. You know, it's like that's always like, that always that internal struggle of what you project them to be. So I think it all depends on draft position and the value of your pick. Whatever you can get the most value out of your draft position and your pick, I think that's most important. What, yeah. do, you ha- what do you have on? What do you have on reaching for your guy? You know, you have this guy circled. I'm not saying like a bangle. I'm just saying right, like, right, right. Hey, I love. Let's say Saquon this year. We've talked about him a couple times already. You know what I mean? I love Saquon. You know, if I if I see him at, you know, early third, but I have, you know, I'm I'm late second and I'm like, fuck, like I got Joey on my back and then I got, you know, Blaine that might yeah. take him. Like, are you taking him there? Well, one year Ryan drafted all Johnsons to get the right one. So if you like a guy named Johnson, <laughs> you want to draft all of them, then that's fair. Like, go get your guy. Uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, he drafted Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's. No, but Jefferson's was, and Johnson. It was, it was Jefferson. It was a mix. Then he dude. drafted all Johnsons. Yeah. Mac, yeah. Mac really didn't know where he was at. <laughs> he dropped funny as part Kenyon. of it. Kenyon. Yeah, he Kenyon really Johnson. didn't know what to expect. Carry on. Kenyon. That was his first year with us, and it was also and Duke. Live he drafted draft. Duke later. <laughs> we're like, stop oh, it. Oh, it was Duke Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hey. I think it all depends on your league, the scoring, and how a guy's draft in your league. Our league is super competitive. Well, super competitive. You love. Allen Robinson. I love Allen Robinson. And like <laughs> I love that. You man. take him like you've taken him in like the second round and third round. Before. I want to hang out with that guy. And he's like, I want normally, that guy to be my friend. And in most drafts, he goes like fourth round or fifth round. Yeah. And, and you it, take him early every year. Every year. And it's paid the first two years it paid off. Yeah. This last year obviously not it so much. didn't. But he wasn't trying because he wanted out, which I understand. And we'll get to him later. So the point being though, <laughs> but, the point being is like if you're a guy yeah. and you have that question mark <clears> on whether or not you're gonna get him next pick. You, you grab him. I think you grab him. I think you go after your guy. If you really, truly believe he's going to perform this year, just go after your guy. And I'm not saying, like, reach, like, two, three, four rounds for yeah. a guy. 
But well, that's what I'm saying. It's like that it, one if round. It's, if it's that one like, round if gap. it's one round ahead or if it's eight picks ahead and you know that, hey, this guy's not going to be there. Yeah. I think, you know what? Just go for it because even if he doesn't pan out at the end of the day, you can live with yourself saying, hey, I, I picked my guy. I believed in him mm-hmm. instead of just picking like, oh, I need a running back here. So I picked a running back or I need a receiver. here, So I picked a receiver. Just go after your guy. What do you have on the the tight end position? I think that's one of the. <sighs> more interesting I think position groups in, in fantasy football. It, it's something that's not talked about a lot because most people, I'm not saying most, outside of, let's say, the top six, five or six tight ends. I'll say six it's, this year. Like, it's, you're streaming tight ends. It, dude, I'll tell you right now. If you don't have Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, or Pitts. Waller. Uh, yeah. Waller's not practicing, by the way. And Hawk, hasn't, Hawk, is, that, is that a contract thing? It's a contract thing. Ooh. What about TJ? Uh, he's not in that group. I don't think he's in Bro, that group. We're going to talk about it. I, we have good. we have that segment. Yeah, we'll good. get back to it. But real quick, like if you don't have those guys, like you might as well just wait. And if you're not willing to take an early pick on one of those guys, then. But you know, that's a wasteland. But you'd rather be that guy. You'd rather be that team with them. I'll tell you what, Kittle Kittle's ADP is 40 overall right now, which is the end of the fourth round. What's, what's your thoughts on that? Why fucking not? All right. He's potential to be number one fucking tight end. That he is. And what the thing about Kittle, you know, the blocking obviously aspect of it, but also we just don't know what Trey Lance is gonna do. So I think any of those three weapons that he has could be the best guy on that team. I don't I don't know yet. Yeah. Because you you never know with the new quarterback. Because it seems like a lot of quarterbacks are different in how they throw to tight ends, how they throw to running backs, how they throw to certain receivers. So for me, I'm a little worried about any of those three guys in San Francisco right now. It's a it's a risk right now for sure in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move on to the next segment, which is comeback fantasy players. I wrote down some fantasy players I want to throw out there. I'm not going to throw numbers from last year or years past. Which is from what you guys think. Which is talk about them. First one is Saquon Barkley. You think he is a comeback fantasy player this year? And by comeback fantasy player, I mean. I mean, like, is he going to be relevant? Is he going to be a guy that we talk about? Is he going to be a guy that you're glad is on your team? I'll take this one because I'm a big, I was a big Saquon guy, especially early in his You had him rookie year. Yeah. You drafted him first round. Great, great pick. Went bonkers. Um, Here's my thing with Saquon, and I'm going to compare it to my my theory on MMA fighters. You get one, right? You get one, right? And he's had two. You get one blown knee? You get oh, one bad season, one bad season. Mm. And he had a really he was healthy last year, did not have a great year and a very stagnant he, offense. That he was struggled terrible. with health issues last year. He broke. Yeah, his, his foot or he had that uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, but you can't have two back to back bad years. Yeah. I get uh, but I get what you're stuff. saying. Yeah. Like, you can't have two back to back. bad. You years. can't have two back to back, which is what CMC had. <laughs> yes. But I mean, Don't Saquon did too because he had a blown knee. He had a blown knee before that. So. It, my, Saquon needs to have a prove it year. And I'm going to go all in on him. Contract year. Because he contract years is a huge thing in the NFL. Like, you don't think those guys are thinking about that? And especially guys getting their second contract. It's a little different for him because he was a high draft pick. But at the same time, it's like, you got to prove to himself that he can be back to the guy he was that rookie year. So, to me, it's like a prove it year to him. But I'm going to I'm gonna lean on the side of him to de- develop and to come through in the way he's supposed to and that we believe he can so I, i'm on saquon do you think do you think he's top 12 running back in in half point ppr uh, i think top 12 yeah i think 10 to 12 yeah okay i would say that's a comeback so right. what about K-Mort? your second round pick is what 
Uh, 19. That's a it's lock 19. Saquon then. I don't know if he gets a 19. I don't think he gets a 19, which, really? is why, yeah. which is why I traded out. Yeah. B, you got something? Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not taking him. Spoiler I'm, I'm going to jump off the Saquon train for a second. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a player you didn't name. And I, I got really high on Travis Kelsey for a second. I'm getting really high on another Chief. Is it Juju? Juju Smith-Schuster. I, ri- I have five written down. Juju is one of them. Juju Smith-Schuster will have a thousand. I don't. I don't know what his <laughs> touchdowns will look like, but he will be the. He'll be the guy out of Sky Moore, uh, MVS okay. himself, Hardman. He'll be the receiver that gets the most targets. Is he? Do you think like? After this year, Juju will be like a second, third round pick for next year's draft. I think he'll be in the twenty to twenty-eight range for sure. That's outlandish. What it happened? What it happened in Pittsburgh? What do you mean? See, People wanted to take him before Antonio Brown the next year, bro. See, Stop. I mean, you think he's gonna have a good season then? I think he has over a thousand. I think he's a good target for Patrick Mahomes. He's a uh, he's wide receiver. 31 right now which is adp 77 which is the end of the eighth wow i don't hate that and he, he could potentially valuable. be the number one wide yeah. receiver yeah. at kc right but With that's number Patrick two that's, the, that's essentially number that's two that's number two because of yeah Kelsey. Kelsey. In, in a yeah. highly powered offense though yeah agree. and a guy yeah. who's gonna throw 40 plus touchdowns the only thing is yeah. Travis kelsey doesn't have 30 yards. yeah doesn't have 20 straight, the, I mean, straight the schedule for <laughs> straight the schedule for juju is 31st so he's has one of the hardest strength of schedules for wide receivers uh, okay we talked about saquon we talked about juju k more tell me about my boy slant boy michael thomas come back Ooh. you think he's a comeback guy this year he looks good in camp all reports say he looks good in camp that is a really hard one that one might be the hardest one for only downfall is he didn't play the fucking game in a thousand days <laughs> so <laughs> None of these guys have shit. Who knows, dude? First time he does a slant and gets lit up up the middle, who knows what's going to happen to him? But he is, what do you think? He's the hardest one for me to read. Um mainly because I'm never I've never been high on uh Jameis Winston, but he can fucking sling it. So not, I, I love Jameis so I'm much. not high on the Saints. He uh, is What's where what's He's wide receiver 30 right now. So one ahead of his Juju. ADP is 71. So he's a little ahead of Juju middle of the six. So the question is like him or Juju kind of thing or middle. Oh, sorry. Middle. What is that? The eighth. Yeah. Middle of the eighth. Uh, is he's in the middle for strength of schedule. He's 14th overall. So in that scenario, I would take Juju over Michael Thomas. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to be Michael bad. Thomas is also 29 years old. So that's crazy. And his ankle apparently is just non-functional at this old. point <laughs> because like that's another scenario where i think juju's going to get more of the target share in kc than i think uh michael thomas will and michael thomas is not even the best receiver on his football team yeah anymore. chris Olave looks fantastic and they have jarvis landry jarvis like Landry's it's no a crowded good. fucking a lot of slants going on alvin kamara takes passing they're a ppr team kamara you know what they're a ppr team kamara not you know what might not even face i love james winston this year I love them. All right, two more players, boys. Uh, Julio Jones on Tampa wearing wow. number eighty-five just looks disgusting. You know what? But- Honestly, like if there's anyone that's gonna go crazy, like with Tom Brady have a Randy Moss resurgence, like that's where it's gonna happen. Wait, he just, he just he, doesn't say he's wearing enough. eighty-five. He's wearing eighty-five. I'm out. I'm looks out. gross. He might be the last receiver I take. I'm out on him too. Okay, last one. Uh, quarterback Matt Ryan. All in. 
Good offense, All good it. team, bad, good, well not coached. great weapons. What not do you mean? Wo- do not talk about Pittman on this fucking podcast. You're going to say he's a great weapon? Alex? Yeah. Pierce, Cincinnati hero. Alec Pierce he got put on the camp. He, like he got Alec put Pierce. on the with the starters on the the yeah. first depth chart because he's a out. fucking homie. No, I like Alec Pierce, but it's like Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. No, Matt Ryan's is. a and great we, quarterback. He's a good fantasy guy. No, though. he's I a great be, quarterback. I think he's going to be a bad fantasy guy this year. Indianapolis Why? has been known he's to had the run the best offensive line he's ever had. Exactly. Am I going to run the ball constantly? Keep going. Indianapolis, best coach he's ever had. Keep going. Keep going. Indianapolis Keep going. <laughs> has the best and most diverse run scheme in the NFL. They will tell you what running, the 49ers, but yeah. It's this it's essentially the same with better personnel. Sure. What do you guys have better than the fucking Colts do? Garoppolo. He's but not gonna be there. In the, in the, well, he hands the ball at better. He hands the ball off better than Matt Ryan. Fuck's I'm talking better. about run, run scheme. He's more handsome than him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Trey All, Lance runs. Sure. Run, Lance the run scheme in Indianapolis is elite. Like they got to the point with Carson Wentz last year, where they were telling teams we're gonna run the ball 35 times a game. How do you know that? Because look okay. at the numbers. I thought, I thought you were saying they were telling defenses like in the play. But they were running they the probably ball. Were. <laughs> they were running the ball 35 times a game, and they're. Their scheme was so elite and so good that they couldn't stop it, and their line was okay. so good with JT. So you're going to plug and play Matt Ryan. He's going to have a great year. I think Matt Ryan's going to be really yeah, good as from year. a quarterback, but not, but fantasy. not from a fantasy okay. perspective. Do you think Matt Ryan's better than Carson Wentz? Yes. 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 Do you know what Carson Wentz was in fantasy last year? No. He's okay. Top 15. Yeah, but we, we're not starting. He was he was 14. We're a 10-team league. Starting. But I could say top 15. We're a top-team league, so. You, Matt Ryan is head and heels above him. Who are the top 10 running offenses in the NFL? <sighs> Fuck. Why well, give well, you, uh, we, Cody just You got to put the Niners. No, no specific order. You got to put the Niners in there. Colts. Name the five the and then order them if you can. So Niners, Colts, I'd say Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. I'd say Packers. Packers. Packers, so I'd say for that one. for sure. And then five is going to be... You, could you off. throw the Tennessee? Throw, Tennessee, yeah, obviously. Tennessee, Tennessee or Cowboys, maybe. Tennessee, probably. Tennessee, I put ahead of them. Okay, so I put Tennessee probably five as far as like scheme and dynamic and everything. Broncos and offensive line. Yeah, Broncos, Broncos can get thrown in there, maybe. Yeah, probably four. Browns. I just don't think they're gonna. Browns is no, great. Browns, is the Browns. Good. come on. Browns guys. is good. Come on, Cowboys. We were talking about start start naming. I just the, don't think the, the I don't the think the Colts are gonna be like. All right, we got Matt Ryan. Now we're going to open up the offense. Like it's going to be the no, same. No, they got offense. they got him to make the smart read when we need to throw the football. It's going to be Carson Wentz 2.0, but better. Yeah, it's, it's going to be way more accurate. Is is what they're thinking? I think amateur. Yeah, but they're still going to hammer JT. Yeah, of course, of course. All right, uh, next segment. I got year of number twos, which which I mean is like the number two receivers, number two running backs. Do you think it is the year of the number two guys, the backup guys, to break out? What do we think about Gabe Davis and Buffalo Bills last year, 35 receptions, 549 yards, six touchdowns, and he also had five additional touchdowns in the playoffs. Do you think he is a breakout candidate? Break like when we're talking about these guys, are we saying like, do we think they break out above the number one? Not necessarily above like digs, but a guy like, for example, right last year, not uh, completely unbiased, but seriously, T Higgins, great year. Over a thousand yards, uh, I think maybe eight touchdowns. Nine, I believe. 
And, you know, good year. Like that yeah. type of year where Gabe Davis last year, 35 receptions, not that many receptions for a receiver. Yeah. 549 yards. He'll, he'll definitely do better than he did last year. Do you I mean, think do you think he's a thousand yard guy, eight touchdown guy this year? Yeah, given the Bills. I would offense, say that's like a breakout. Is. Yeah, I'd say that he's due for that given the Bills offense. But I mean, he's ne- he's never gonna touch Diggs. No, I don't that's, yeah. that was my point. Like I still think Diggs is clearly the one. Diggs is that guy. He's proven that. But I still think Gabe Davis is a very solid number two for them. You think he's a starter in your fantasy team? Good question. Like, would you be comfortable with him as the number two receiver? Like, am or I going to draft him as in, my number two receiver? Or in no. your flex? Is he I'm, a starter? Flex in your... for sure. I think I, flex for sure. I'm he's a questionable with. flex for me, but I don't think I draft him as my number two receiver. Wow. Okay. What about you, B? You think you draft him as a two or a flex? I'm I'm really high on the Bills this year. I would be comfortable with Gabe Davis in my flex. See what? Uh, no, I don't have him in either. I think OBJ signs there relatively soon. Oh, okay. oh. you saw that, that Von a, Miller tweet, huh? That's so, that left part. All right, next is uh, Mike Williams. Last year, 76 receptions, 1,146 yards, nine touchdowns. That's a great year. He had a really good year. I had him in my fantasy team. You, th- you think he's similar, better, worse? Look. I- I think a little, oh, fuck, little worse maybe. I still think he has a good season, but I don't think he has that big of a year as he did last year. This is the the name consistency thing for me. Keenan Allen has always been drafted higher, has the bigger name. Mike Williams is fucking a better receiver. Oof. He finished higher than him last year in half people. Yeah, PPR. he was top 10. Mike Williams is a top 10 wide receiver in the, fantasy football. The thing with Mike Williams is he can take the top off the defense, and Keenan is not really doing that anymore. Keenan's a security blanket for Herbert, but Mike Williams is going to be a big play guy. I think with Mike Williams, if you have him in your fantasy team, you're going to get like a 20-point game, and you're going to get four points, five points, he's four Tyler points. He's Tyler Lockett to me. And and that's fair. I mean, Go he's crazy a deep, or not do much. But he's that's also a red problem. zone threat, so it's a little bit more than a Tyler Lockett, I would say, in that sense. He's a big target in the red zone, and he'll take the top off the defense. I think he's going to have some breakout games, but he's also going to have some games where it's just the targets aren't there, and they're taking that away from them. So I I think it's going to be relatively the same year he had last year. I think I think he's just uh, a top 10 guy. He just kind of scares me. I think more. He's such, he's such a big yeah. play or bust guy that I think more receptions, a little less touchdowns, and about the same amount of yards. Still a good year. Yeah, That's a great, great year. Uh, I love Mike Williams. Clemson. I love him. T. Higgins. 74 receptions, 1,091 yards, six touchdowns, and he missed three games. You Go think ahead, B. You fucking talked about You think Jay's? it's similar? You think it's the same? You comfortable uh, with him as your number two or not? 100%. And T. Higgins was, man, this stat when I saw it, it fucking blew my mind, was six yards away from six more touchdowns. Yeah. I, it's a legit stat. And the reason why Joe Mixon had almost, you know, 18 touchdowns on the year is because Higgins got stopped within the five-yard line a bunch. That guy is very reliable. He was the main target in KC in the second half. T. Higgins is the real deal. I would be very comfortable with him in my number two receiver. Can we work anything on T? Oh. Or number uh, one receiver if you went running back <laughs> strategy. My, my, my thing I would say with T is the red zone offense for Cincinnati was bad last year. And I think the way they fix it is they target him more. And they started doing that in the postseason. Caught two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Um, caught a handful in the whole playoffs in general. I think the way they fix it is they use him in the red zone more. So the yards might not be as high, high as they they have been, 
I still think he's a thousand thousand yard guy, but I think his red zone targets are going to go up, and I think his touchdowns are going to go up because of that. Okay, we got Devonte Smith and Jalen Warles, the last two wide receivers I wrote down. Oh, this has got to be Kevin. So Devonte Smith These is are guys sixty four receptions. 916 yards, five touchdowns. Jalen Waddell broke the rookie uh, record. 104 receptions, 1,015 yards, six touchdowns. Obviously, both these guys, I'm pairing them together right now is because they had additions to their team, right? Devontae yeah. Smith had A.J. Brown. Jalen Waddell had Tyreek Hill. Two of the best receivers in football. Does this affect them? Does this actually make them better? Like, what do you what do you guys think on these two guys? Where do you draft them? Are you comfortable with these guys being number twos? Just real quick, I'm very comfortable with... Jalen Waddle is my number two, and I'm comfortable with Smith being a flex play and potentially a number two. I'll say it right now. I'll take Jalen Waddle over anyone else on this list. I fucking love Jalen Waddle. I love Jalen Waddle as well. Like, I think Jalen Waddle has the potential to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. Like, he is that dude. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I like him. I have him on one of my dynasty teams. You guys teams. know I've been about him for Yeah, I have him on one of my dynasty teams, yeah. and I, I think his, he's the fucking real dude. But I like Devontae Smith too. Like, going on him, um, Jalen Hurts worries me like he just does because like Devontae Smith is a great route runner I think he could he's an underrated you know top 10 route runner in the NFL but like it's it's just it's the recency bias what we saw in the playoff game when he just looked terrible against the Bucks. but like I don't think week by week by week Jalen Hurts is going to be consistently a great quarterback like he's going to put up fantasy points because he can run and he he can move the football but like for a receiver for me to be confident in his receivers I'm not there yet let me let me quote Kevin from like a year and a half ago. Sure. Devontae Smith would not have won this Heisman if Jalen Water was healthy all year. Yeah. Quote it. Damn, this is how long we've been doing this podcast? Yeah. That's tight. You are big on Waddle. Love him. I'm fucking all with you, dude. That full grinds. Yeah. That full grind. You, Watching Hill. him in the NFL. Tyreek Hill said Jalen Waddle was fucking fast. Dude, he's a dude. He was like that he's man. Very is good at fast. football. You got anything on Waddle? Uh, no, I just I don't trust either quarterback. So it's like, wh- you, who do you trust more? Tua. Ooh. I think right now I trust Fat Ankles more. Actually, yeah. out of those receivers he just said, because I said I take Waddle before them. But so we've got Gabe Davis, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Smith, Waddle. Who are you taking as your H- receiver two? Higgins, or Higgins, like no Higg- Higgins. Higgins. I would go Higgins one, Waddle two. Gabe David, no, I go Mike Williams. Three. But I mean, this is the I go with go Mike the, Williams. This too. is the go and with like, who's throwing Devontae the ball. Smith isn't a bad option. No, he's not. Him in your flex, but Smith is talented. It's just the thing that you said about Hurts. Like, can we really trust I like him? Hurts? And what we've seen from training camps, and I get it. Highlights are highlights, so you know, obviously they're going to look good. And he looks pretty good throwing to AJ Brown. But you yeah, know, we'll see. I would go Higgins, Mike Dub, Michael Thomas third. Whoa. So you're leaving the second year uh, Whoa. guys out of this, really. And Gabe Davis. And yeah. Gabe Davis. He's just, he's out. And we didn't even say Michael Thomas, but wow. Michael Thomas last segment, so I figured it was appropriate to put him in there. Say, who, oh, T. T. Mike Williams. Wow, okay. All right. Uh, That's why you love fantasy football. Three, three running backs. You just never know what anyone's mindset is. Yeah. Three, like you might think a guy's yeah. going to take your guy next pick, and they're just like, nope. Yeah. He just goes fucking Michael Thomas. So I wrote like, down uh, fuck. three running backs that are kind of backups. Uh, A.J. Dillon, last year, 803 yards rushing, 313 yards receiving. So, it's over 1,000. Yeah. Seven total touchdowns. Yeah. What do you – I mean, the guy's a beast. Uh, Adams is gone. I think uh, – I like A.J. Dillon. I like A.J. Dillon a lot. 
this year. And I think he is well over a thousand yard guy. And I think he's a 10 total touchdown guy. Which means that Aaron Jones isn't? No, Aaron Jones is, is as well. I think Aaron, which means you don't want well, I Aaron think, Rodgers then? I think Aaron Jones. How many yards is this Packers offense getting I think, this year, Brandon? I think Aaron Jones is going to catch like 75 passes. Wow. Like in my bolds, which I, I, I can't remember if it went through, but I. I it, oh, it didn't. I said Aaron Jones is going to be the leading receiver for the Packers. I said that was bold. It, it, I fuck said yeah, that's bold. And then I that's had, I had, bold. Yeah, it's bold. I, I had the uh, 2,000 total yards, Aaron Jones, that did go through. So, AJ Dillon, yeah, you guys comfortable with him being your number two, not even a flex play, number two running back? I'm I'll, let, I'll let someone else take this. I, I'm right. not. I'm person. not either. I did, we like, me and me and Kate Morgan on the same page with this. Like, we like volume. And we just yeah. don't know if it's going to be there because eventually it might be like Aaron Jones has had an, an act for getting banged up, nicked up. Yeah. If that's the case, no problem. Yes. If I Aaron Jones know, is hurt, give me all the AJ Dillon. Yes. But he's not. So I don't know. Like I can't have I can't have AJ Dillon in my starting lineup when Aaron Jones is also. If healthy. I told you AJ Dillon's going to have twelve hundred total yards and eleven touchdowns, then yeah, he's in my flex. I mean. Yeah, he's in my flex. flex. Yeah, that's, a, that's my lineup a, is stacked. That's a top ten running. My back. lineup is fucking stacked. <laughs> oh god. Okay. B, um, what do you think about AJ Dillon, Packer guy? AJ Dillon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off fantasy for like thirty seconds. He loves Wisconsin. He loves this football team. The fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I just want to. Nope. Didn't get recognized. Hype. Packers fans city. hate him. Hey, I, I want to hype my boy up because Packer he, fans hate him. Real, Packer fans real, hate him. Real Packer fans love him. I'm ordering number 28, first jersey coming this oh, summer. Shit. And when I tell you that no matter what Aaron Jones does, I don't care. Aaron Jones is fancy running back number one. AJ Dillon will be top 15. All right. You will start him as your number two wide uh, running back. Okay. Last two guys, uh, just tell me who would you rather have? Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson as a flex guy? Tony Pollard, 719 uh, yards rushing, 337 yards receiving, two total touchdowns. Stevenson last year, 606 rushing, 123 yards receiving, five total touchdown. And not to mention, Stevenson has a second easiest strength of schedule this year as for running backs. This is a tough one. This who would really you rather tough. have? Pick one. I'm taking Stevenson. Stevenson, yeah, really? I agree. I agree with I, CY 100%. I think um, in Dallas, they're going to do whatever they can to get Zeke back on track. Um, they're going to feed him carries. Jerry Jones is going to come out and say he needs to, you know, he needs to step it up. Um, Stevenson, like you mentioned, the strength of schedule. Um, I just like I think the volume more with Stevenson as well. I think he's going to get more touches than Paul. You think as well. Damian Harris has just gone with the wind, huh? No, but a Patriots running back, right? It's like who's hot, who's touching the rock for me? Yeah, but that's the problem. Damian Harris can get hot. I've I've had Damian Harris on my team. I had, you had him last year. year. I had my flex. Yeah, and he, he, was, he was well. Yeah. He was great for me. I would take Stevenson. I think they're going to feed Zeke. That's more of the reason. I would why. take Stevenson too, just based on like reports of Stevenson kind of being more of that guy. Harrison not getting any type of contract is extension, and Harris is still going to be relevant, but only for so long, I think. And like I think the problem with the Patriots and like you said it's just the hot hand let's go and I think Harris is still a great running back and I think when it comes down to it Belichick trusts Harris so I think Harris plays a lot for me like <clears throat> Pollard has a lot of upside for that flex for me where I think he's going to catch the ball a ton they've already talked about him taking reps in um, the slot for them because they've had some receiver injuries for Gallup so give me some Pollard I I like Pollard too 
Um, they trade Amari Cooper in the offseason. Gallup's coming off an of injury. James Washington's done for the season. Mm-hmm. They're limited in targets there. And They're I limited think, in like that speed. And exactly. That and I think Pollard, Pollard's that guy. I think he is that guy. I think he'll get the screens. I think he'll get flex uh, starts. Like, you know, like they'll run Zeke out of the single back, and Pollard will be in the flex sometimes. He's a dynamic running back. Do you like him in your flex? I would love Tony Pollard in my flex. I think so too. All right. So let's move on. Which guy are you guys going to avoid from drafting at all? You know, who's a player that comes up in your spot no matter what? You're not going to draft him. You think he's a candidate for a bust, whatever it may be. Who's a guy that you're going to avoid having on your team? That's a good question. Do you have one? <laughs> I'm going with Cordell Patterson. Um, How high is he like projected? He, What's his ADP? He will. I think it's gone down because of the hype on the uh, rookie. Um, yeah, I've with, seen some. Uh, out, uh, the BYU running back. I don't know his name right now. Um, Either way, I have seen that they're saying he's taking the first. But he was so. he was a top he was a top like thirteen fantasy running yeah, back last year. Yeah, he was in my year. flex last year too. At and times. I'm I don't think he's that type of guy to repeat success. And if he's there on like a deep draft spot, because a lot of people have that mindset, you're like Cordell Patterson's not giving you top fifteen running back stuff. Well, it was only I'm avoiding it was him. a lightning in the bottle last year. Like he exactly. hasn't had a good fantasy year pretty much ever. Yeah. So just I his agree. volume, his pure volume was, it was great. Insane. Yeah. It was insane. No one he obviously expected. catches and he obviously runs. Who do you think? Um, Who are you avoiding? Mine's DeAndre Swift. You know, I think there's a lot of helium Whoa. on him lately. Um, people love him. Is he people go in the first round? I've seen second. I think mid second. Tell I'm, me Danny and Joey won't take him first round. Uh, not first. Not I, when those guys, when those wide receivers are available. How many receivers going on? Well, okay, well, before we move on to that, let's let's talk DeAndre Swift. My problem is we have a segment with this later, so I don't want to get into it too big. Oh, do we? Yeah, but I, my thing with DeAndre Swift is he had a really good end of the year last year, and that's what everyone's kind of running towards for this year, and I just don't feel like it's there. He's not a bell cow. He's not RB1 for me. I just I have he, a lot of trouble. And he has a really good backup. I mean, I know I'm a really good. I know yeah. I'm a Jamal Williams guy, and but. that's what we're going to talk about later on later yeah. on the on the show. But um, to me, I'm that's a guy that I probably won't have on my team this year. How yeah. many How many receivers go in the first round? Uh, three, four, maybe. Like Chase, you were to take Jefferson, Cup, Adams. Poss- I say four, possibly four. Chase, Jefferson, Cup, Adams. If the bet was I three and three. a half, I would bet it over. You bet the over there. You think you I think, think it's four? really close. I think it's three or four. I think that's the three and a half is the number. Like for sure, Chase, obviously, at this point. Jefferson for sure. For sure. Jefferson, Jefferson is a for lock. Sure is and Jefferson. Cooper Cup Cooper is, a is a lock. Really? Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams is the one that's like I think four. You think those four? four? Yeah, those four. That's tough. And it's, if, it's if Devontae is not in the first, see, like, he's I the think, guy who has the the pick 10-11. See, know? like, I respect your guys' words and everything. Like, I just don't get like I guess because we're not going to talk about it yet, but, like, I get the hype on Justin Jefferson, but fuck, like, you guys yeah. fucking love Justin Jefferson. All right, Jefferson. Back, b- back, to the, back to the you question, though. You fucking love Justin Jefferson. Uh, B. Ramick, uh, guys, you're not touching. You're avoiding. Who are you fading? Like, what, yeah. are, what are we doing here? <laughs> Tell us. Unfortunately, it kind of hurts me to say, but Miles Sanders. 
and I I really like Miles Sanders like as Good a football call. player, as a talent. I was pretty high on him last year. I know CY and B had like a huge bet on <laughs> Miles Sanders ass and bet. Gaskin. Like who makes a just, bet on low level running backs that are both? But here's the thing. Drunk, here's the thing. Drunk guys. The year before, like Miles Sanders, in my opinion, is not a low level running back. He's in a weird situation, like. And they did not give him the ball as much as he should have last year. I think he had zero he had zero total touchdowns last year, I believe. Jesus. If I'm not mistaken. The thing that makes me fade him is not only last year, but the offense that they're kind of running in Philadelphia. Not only that, in a pref press conference, he recently said, like, hey, don't draft me in fantasy. Mm -hmm. Anytime a player says that, like I'm kinda I know like they don't give a fuck. They're getting paid millions. They don't give a fuck about fantasy football. But if if you come out and willingly say like don't draft me in fantasy like all right cool like i'm not good with me i'm not fucking going to so <laughs> but while we're on the topic of a running back class um kim Morg, one of the questions that we want to talk about today is like who is elite to you and you could name one you could name a couple but uh maybe a dark horse but who do you think in this year's fantasy football like specifically half point PPR, who is your elite guy as running back? Oh, my running back elite You're guy. running back elite. And we know we got JT. Yeah, I'm trying to give you like not JT. Not CMC. Not CMC. But who, who do you think is like maybe like that second or third round guy that could have that potential of being a top three, maybe one overall? Shit, that's a great question. Trying to go through the divisions right now. The problem is I just see way too many of the two running back systems in some of the places. Like Aaron Jones yeah. is the guy for me that like he has that upside potential, but I just see AJ Dillon taking those touchdowns away from him, and I hate that. And that's how I feel about Eckler too. And that's why I can't get over the Eckler hump when everyone loves him. But like he got those touchdowns last year. Yeah, so. You think Spiller, he had, Spiller takes so, any of that away? Real quick, Eckler had twenty total touchdowns last year. Fucking nuts! I have a it's bet. Crazy. I have a bet with one of my partners at work, who's a huge Chargers fan. Shout yeah. out Vega, Anthony Vega, huge Chargers guy, season ticket holder. Him and Joe Show probably be best friends. Sucks in fantasy. He thinks that, uh, like I, I, I brought that up. Like, hey, dude, Eckler had twenty total touchdowns last year. There's no way he repeats that. Yeah. He goes, I'll, I'll bet you a hundred dollars right now that Eckler has. 20 total touchdowns. I don't know what that was. I have <laughs> no idea what that was. I think I'll see why it's on. How, how are we connected? Anyways, he bet me that Eckler were basically repeat. touchdowns. I said, that's the easiest bet I've ever made in my fucking life. That's got to go under. That's It's got to go under. So who do you think could be that elite guy? I'm building on a weird take. I think Josh Jacobs is going to go fucking crazy this year. I fucking love that so Do you much. really? Wow. I, I am bricked up so wow. fucking hard right now. <laughs> I'm a huge Josh Jacobs. You know who my steal is? Let's just fucking transition yeah, real quick. Do it. My steal, Josh Jacobs. Listen to me, K-Morg. Look, look at me it. straight I'm in the eyes. In. Lock me in right now, I'm right in, in the eyes. I'm in on that. ADP 41 overall. That's the fucking start of the fifth round. Yeah, give it to me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's me in the fifth he round. He right, right now there. is ranked 24th best running back. Are you no no okay no. all that he uh he's fucking last year 1200 total yards nine touchdowns why not i love it in the fifth round why not right that's what you're I'm gonna saying. tell me he's gonna give me 1200 yards and nine touchdowns that's what i'm saying b ramick uh the only thing is is the bloodbath of that division <laughs> but 
But at the same time, it's a like bloodbath division. Josh McDaniels. Like, I like, think the Raiders' offensive line is good. They're not great. And I also think Josh McDaniels is going to get him the ball. Yes, Josh McDaniels. I think he's sure. really going to get him the ball this year. That's why I think he has that potential for me. Who's right. your steal, Kim Morgan? I just said him. Same one? J.K. Dobbins. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Of course. What's his ADP? J.K. Dobbins. Hold on. Yeah, you got As I'm looking up this ADP, B, B, tell me who you think is going to be the number one, number one bold prediction fantasy running back this year. Man, this is actually really tough. Like because now we're going like number one. I know it is really tough like, because me the you cannot one. look back and see a repeat. Yeah, it's so hard to see a repeat. Really it hard. is. It's very hard. Um, so like you know, my, the love in me wants to say JT, but it's just not because he was, he was number one last year. Correct? Yes, yeah, sure he was, was number he one. Fucking crazy um, last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. And I'm gonna say it boldly. And I I legit think that Aaron Jones is number one. I 100% oh. agree with you. That's who I've written down. Wow. I said I, he has I, that potential, like, and I think he could be that guy, but I just and And I this is Dylan what's saying that this him. is what's saying that A.J. Dillon could be a top 15 guy. That's I think crazy. Aaron Jones has the potential to touch 1,800 yards in 15 to 20 touchdowns. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I agree. Completely. And a lot of that's going to be receiving, too. I think the last guy to do something like that was Todd Gurley, right? He had, dude, he had a... AK had uh, uh, 2,000 total yards like two years ago. Remember how good Gurley was? Anyways, J.K. Dobbins, ADP is 52. That's... uh, Dobbins, 52? Start of the six. Give me that. He has one knee. Steal. He's off the pup list. (laughs) Moving on, who's a bust, CY? Who's a... You got um, anyone? I, I went with mine already. I said uh, DeAndre Swift. Oh, you think he's a bust? Yeah. He's the, he said that was the player he's fading. That's what I'm, a, oh, I'm okay, a, Yeah, he's fading. Okay. He's staying away from uh, him. Anyone what else? Do you, what do you think about that, DeAndre Swift? I like Swift this year. Um, I like Swift a lot, actually. I'm surprised. I thought going into this year, a lot of people would happen in the first round. No, he's like he's like mid-second for most. Um. His ADP is 12 overall. I see Danny taking him for some reason. But this is what I wrote down. DeAndre Swift was RB9 in points per game, which is half in half point PPR. Right. In the 10 games he played before he was injured. Right. So he was a top 10 running back before he was injured. Yeah. And he led all running backs last year before he was injured with 53 receptions. I just like him for... Catches a ton of passes. Catches a ton of passes. And like I was more thinking like if you're picking in the mid-rounds... And you go RB, like you get Dalvin Cook at five, and it comes back around to your second pick, and Swift's there. I think Cook and Swift is a good pair to have, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't reach on him in the first. Swift or Higgins? Swift. Swift or Debo? Swift. Debo. Debo. Interesting. Uh, you got anyone for a bust, B? Bust? I mean, this is hard because. Like, I love the top, like, 18 guys in fantasy. Yeah. So, now, if you're thinking, like... That's the any, hard part. Is yeah. You think I, er- I do have a few steals, so I like. If you're, if you're thinking anything beyond that, like- I really... <laughs> Who? Real, real quick. I'll, so, I'll, hold on. Go we'll with your bus. I got one guy on to mention. running back, yeah, right? I'll get one guy to mention mine, after B. Mine is James Conner. Yes. So, all right, perfect. That's my he's, guy. To bus. He's top, yeah, 20, to bus. He's top 25 uh, potential ADP. Is that what we're calling it? 
Yes. Not projection, sorry. ADP. ADP. Say it, Wayne. ADP. <laughs> James Conner, ADP Say it with your chest. 25. I kind of like James Conner. Do you, though? But kind of do. And I I love Davis would out you, of would you, uh, SC. Would you pick him in the second? No. Would you pick him in the third? Not where I am in the second, definitely not. All right, his ADP is 32. The strength of schedule is 28th so, overall as for running back, so, so he's I, almost bottom. I'd be pick 30, what, 39? Yeah, would you go? 39, I probably would. He had 15 rushing touchdowns last year. I don't think he's going to repeat it. Signing of Daryl Williams. That's my thing. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's a steal, CY? Um, I have three, actually, who I really like. I think could be steals. Um, Michael Carter. Yeah. Big on him this year. Uh, Brees Hall's third on the depth chart, by the You're way. So big on Michael Carter. Michael, nope. Michael Carter. What do you mean Brees Hall is third on the depth chart? It got released today. Cody. Brees Hall's that guy. Michael Carter. Hold on. We're, just to confirm, we're recording August 9th. The the depth chart okay, for cool. the Jets is going to be Michael Kelvin Carter. Kelvin Coleman, Michael Carter. Michael Carter won. Um, I like David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery is a steal, depending where your ADP is. God, I, I love, love him. him so much. I want to um, sock you in the fucking face. And then also, um, give me some Antonio Gibson. Give me some Antonio Gibson. Ron Rivera hates him, though. I kind of hate him, too. But he's the guy. I love Gibson, but Ron he's, Rivera fucking actually, hates that motherfucker. You Look make up, the second you make half up for of all year? your bullshit. No, see, I love, second half of the year, love they love Gibson. their other guy. No, no he was a guy. No, Gibson was yes. the guy second half Gibson of the year. Gibson was a guy. JD McKinsey. No, the second half of the year was Gibson. Gibson Gibson led the league in fumbles. That's the only thing. He sucks. That sucks. I, All right. I can't. I don't want him. Best rookies. Who you guys got? K Morg fucking obviously loves the rookies, so go ahead. Whoa. Jesus Christ. You got anyone, K Morg? Uh rookie running backs? Yeah. For fantasy. Like I, I think Brees Hall is a dude. I think he's gonna go fucking crazy. Um but beyond that, I actually think Brian Robinson, the backup running back for the Washington Commanders, I think he's going to take a lot of touchdowns and touches away from Gibson this year. Bama? Bama. Bama. B? Uh, I mean, the the Iowa lover in me wants to fucking scream <laughs> Brees Hall, but... Um, he's going to be a guy, I'm telling you. But James Cook yeah. is going to get all the love out there in Buffalo. It's my rookie. Of the they year. haven't had a consistent of running the year back for since Bolts. They haven't had a consistent running back since Marshawn Lynch. CJ Spiller. Wow. CJ sucked. No, he did you got not. Anyone? Dude, all right. Stop. Uh, dude. Real quick, sucked. best rookie since Cook was already mentioned, Damian Pierce out of Florida. He's, Texans? Looks Texans. like he's going to get the starting role. I like him. They're going to be losing a lot of games and he's getting some garbage points for you. Yeah, he's yeah. a beast. Uh battles, we got ETN versus Robinson. B, what you got on it? All Robinson's right. so practicing this, and looks fairly decent. By so the way. James Robinson is a proven NFL starter. He looked good in his rookie year. He got injured in his second year, but in the, some of the games he had double digit fantasy points. ETN, all we have to go off of is college. Yeah, he had seventy touchdowns <laughs> and four thousand yards in three years at Clemson, and played he, with T Law, and he was a first round pick for a reason. I think Doug finds a way to utilize ETN where late in the season, not starting. They're going to rely on James Robinson, and James Robinson's going to have more fancy points. But I think probably by week 12, you're going to see ETN's ADP skyrocket for the following year. Okay. Uh, K. Morg Williams versus Gordon in Denver. Let, let me take this one. Okay, you want? Let me, this? I want this one. Okay. Whoa. Oh, fuck. I, I, I thought you wanted Swift. But no, fuck. I, want, right. I, I want this one. Kevin, Kevin, Swift. Fine. <laughs> Damn. 
Melvin Gordon. A hundred percent Melvin Gordon. We're talking about ADP. Are you fucking did you watch listen, listen to this? The word ADP. Keep listen to this. <laughs> he loves ADP. What is ADP for Javante Williams? Let me tell you, since you want Gordon, you wanna you wanna know what his fucking ADP is yes. for Gordon? It's 97. I was gonna say it's for sure. It's in the fucking okay. 10th or 11th round. And Gordon finished 18th no. overall. All right. What is ADP for Javante Williams? So like, so be like are you saying he's third, a better right? value pick? Or are you saying he's got more points? Like, what are you saying right now? Let's it's got to be this. early Let's, third. I'll let, I'll let CY take this. Hold on. Uh, Javante Williams, 14th overall running back. ADP is 16th overall. Okay, oh, so value, we're already shit. saying Melvin Gordon. He does not go that high in our league. Okay, he, he will. He will. Okay, listen to this. 18? Attempts last year. Javante Williams, 203 rushes. Melvin Gordon. 203 rushes. Holy shit. How many oh. yards? Javante Williams, 903. Melvin Gordon, 918. <laughs> average fuck. average yards per carry. Javante Williams, 4.5. It's the same thing. Melvin Gordon, 4.5. Touchdowns. Javante Williams, 4. Melvin Gordon, 8. Javante Williams has never been a bell cow. Go back to North Carolina. He split times with Michael Carter. He needs a guy to split time with. There's nothing wrong with that. But for the value that Melvin Gordon's going to bring to the table, you take Melvin Gordon 100% of the time in fantasy football. So, yes. the, so and, the, and real quick, because yeah. CY's got a great point. Last year in half-point PPR, Javante Williams finished 17th overall. Melvin Gordon finished 18th overall. And they almost... What the fuck? I think the point differential was like two points. They had like almost identical stats. Carries. And they even... Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, right? Nathaniel new, Hackett. New head coach said they're going to split 50-50. He's a new That's the reason he's a new head coach he has a new quarterback. This is a completely different football team. Now put on film and tell me who ran better, ran harder. But that's fine, but Javante Williams has never been a bell cow. Well, he the, always had a split The time. reason why you pick Javante Williams is you think that he will be the bell cow and you think that he's going to be the guy over Gordon. Or you think Gordon's going to get hurt, which would be you know, Fair, great for Williams, a decent, right? A decent thought. So the so, but if the answer is you don't hurt, think you don't think Javante Williams takes all the carries, basically. No, no there's gonna, no way. No, there's no way. There's no way. Not for he does. the money that Melvin Gordon resigned for. There's a reason he You're resigned. Giving him so much information to our fantasy league right now. We are, but it's what it's we for do. The viewers, we're for the people. Yeah. We're for the people. So you're not touching. We him. sacrifice. Our own. I'm just saying that there's value with Melvin Gordon. The gap is not as big as it should be. And that's all I'm saying. This plays into one of the reasons why I traded Blaine. It's a risky to get one in number three pick, but I saw the players falling and I saw Javante Williams, right? It's like, yeah. do I really want to pick him at the end of the second? Like, he's going to split fucking time. Yeah. No, I, I trust me. I hate fucking two running back systems. Fucking hate them. Can't stand them. All right, Kmark. Jamal Williams versus Swift. Uh, I think it's Swift. I, and I and I like Jamal Williams. He's a good running back. I think he can easily get a lot of carries. I I don't want to touch either of them, but I think if it's if it's up to me, then I think Swift has value. I agree. Cy is kind of off Swift, but I, 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 I mean over Jamal though. Like, and I like Jamal Williams, and I like the Lions this year. I just think that Swift is more than likely going to be the guy. Okay, let's move on to wide receivers. Cy, who's elite? Who's elite in the wide receiver? Um. And I mean, there, there's a lot like, you know, you got your guys, Jefferson Chase Cup, but is there anyone else that stands out that maybe he's not getting enough notice? Right to now? me, to me, the wild card is always Stefan Diggs. I don't know why I'm not like people. He's obviously elite, right? But to me, he just doesn't pass that threshold for me for some reason. 
And I know the system he has, he has targets, and I know the numbers he's put up has been stupid. He was on my fantasy team last year, um, and he was yeah, you fine. Hate, you you projected him to get blown. Last year I did, yeah. I, but it. I had to trade my whole team because it was terrible, and then I almost made the playoffs. Anyways. Um, <laughs> wild run, by the way. Wild. Um, Stephon Diggs is, actually, is that guy who's like borderline elite to me. Um, to me, he's not in those top four, but I know some people put him in, you know, there's a top five elite. And I respect it. I'm okay with it, but to me, it's it's not him. Who's elite then? Fantasy. Who's your number one fantasy receiver? Justin Jefferson. God, I, I see. I can't get there with him yet. I want Chase for number one overall, but Jefferson's there at two. I think Chase and Jefferson are one, two. Everything you said about Diggs, that's how I feel about Jefferson. I don't know why. That's fair. Um, I have Chase and Jefferson, one, two. I have uh, Tyree, or not Tyreek, I have Adams, three, um, and then Cup, Diggs, are tied for that kind of fourth spot. What do you think, Cowboys guy? Because I'm high on CD. And I and in Bolts, I picked him as Offensive Player of the Year. Fuck. Cooper's gone. Gallup's not going to be ready for season. They're obviously going to, you know, they're always somewhat pass-heavy. And they play in a semi-weak division, right, yeah. for corners. What do you think about CD this year? You think he's got the potential to be the number one fantasy guy? I don't. I okay. don't know why. I'm like, and I was a big C Lamb guy. I loved him at college. I wanted him last year in fantasy. I loved him as the number two. I don't love him as the number one, and I don't know why I can't it's, get past it. It's the drops to me, and it's the improductive offensive line. It's not the drops for me. It's the he had a fuck ton of drops last year. Like he doesn't get a ton of targets. Is my problem. Like they don't throw him the ball. Yeah, but the time. you you have you have Cooper gone, which is a vacant at least one twenty to one forty targets right there. Mm-hmm. And I know they signed uh, who's the guy they signed? Talbert. God damn it! What's his name? Well, James Washington is blown. No, he's blown. Gallup's gonna be blown. Why am I? Thinking? You had it right. Jalen Tolbert. You had it right. Thank you. Just trust yourself. Jalen Tolbert, he looks good in camp. South Alabama. Uh, ADP is 152 overall. So it's like kind of like your last pick in the draft. Probably not what we're, we're going to do based on our format of how we we can't stack our bench with whoever we want. Right. We have to stack our bench according to basically our starting lineup. So where do you like CD? What's his ADP? Where CD is where fall, CD is falling to the end of the second round. But at most at most points he's going mid second. At most mock drafts I've seen he's yeah, going mid second. I don't like it. I I, like, I love CD. I'm with you. B got anything on CD? Maybe being uh, an elite guy, top three, top five, maybe number one. No. Okay. Is wow, it is it just scared. me? I mean, non fantasy side, but is anyone starting to get a really bad feeling about the Cowboys? Yeah, no. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get a really, really I think really that's bad. why I said that. Hey, like, and I, it's weird because I'm a Cowboy guy. But for some reason, I almost think, like, losing Amari Cooper is a lot bigger than they realize. I well, don't know why. Only that. There's Dak Prescott is running for his life in just camp. Like, they might give up a million sacks. And they lost, uh, on defense side, they lost Gregory, right? Yeah. To the Broncos, Broncos. Which I think is actually a big loss. All right, well. They didn't help their secondary at all. I'm still a CD guy, but obviously I wouldn't reach on him. If he falls, like, if if you're, like, beginning of third and CD's there, I think at that point you, you got to fucking draft then him. Then he's there. probably best available receiver. You yes. take him. But. CD or Debo? Oh, Debo. 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 100%. Okay. Uh, who's a steal? 
wide receiver? I think honestly, this is gonna sound crazy, and it's and it's not even like a hot take, but I think the fact that Devonte Adams is like the fourth or fifth receiver going is a steal to me. Okay. That's fair. I think like he's been number one. That's what I'm saying. Like we're talking about a guy that goes receiver number one every year, and he's getting taken as like the fifth receiver, potentially sixth in some drafts. Like that to me is, I think that's a steal. Like if he's if he's there. I'm going. Um, you know who I'll say? Who's the cat in New England? Uh, Parker. Devontae Parker? No. The guy that they just signed? No. Jacoby Harris? Oh, God. I love Co- me some Jacoby Harris. <laughs> no, no. Not Jacoby Harris. Uh, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, Jacoby baby. Jacoby Myers. Got his first NFL That's, touchdown last season. That is my steal. And you called that out, and I <laughs> and I picked him up off the way. <laughs> yes. I God, I love uh, that man. He's my steal this year. If you can grab him, I think Mac Jones likes him. But okay. you hate Mac Jones. But I still think he likes him. Like, if you want to steal late in the draft. B, you got anyone? I got yeah. someone. I got someone. I'm um, real horny about, by the way. Just the ADP is just, just low. Just, you love them. Uh, <laughs> Who you got there? I think Amari Cooper's a steal. Ooh. He's even if he's he going, has no quarterback. Even if oh, six, it doesn't matter. That's potentially, potentially, what do you mean? Potentially, he doesn't have a quarterback at all. He will though. Or like Watson he, appeals and he fucking plays the whole season. Brissett will still season. throw to him though. I Jacoby love will still target. Yeah, he's, he's the number one, one hundred percent. It's not even close. It's not even yeah. a question. I don't even know what his ADP is. Let's look at this. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Well, he's wide receiver twenty-four overall. ADP 68. 61. Uh, okay, so I was close. Give me all seventh of that. round, dude. That's that's beginning value. of seventh, bro. Deal. Okay. That's an absolute. Steal. I like that value. That was the best. That was the best. Mine's Allen Robinson so far. Shut up. Oh, okay. Best team he's ever played Have with. Have you ever? Best team he's ever played with. <laughs> best quarterback he's ever played with. Best maybe. offense. Maybe. Best coach. Maybe. Best coach. What are you saying? Maybe for best quarterback. I'll say maybe. Who's better? Who's than better Stanford? than Stafford? Is Stafford going to play? He's going to His elbow's fucking fine, dog. Tommy John, dude. He's going <laughs> to fucking He's 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 fucking fine, dude. Yes, Tommy he's John. ADP is 67th. I love that some, is the end of the seventh. Give me some Allen Robinson. Give me some fucking Allen Robinson. He looks great hey, in camp. Oh, you know who my guy is? Fucking give me some Robert Woods. You know what? Give Let's me some see. fucking oh. Robert Woods. You, you Everyone's tri- sleeping on Robert Woods this year because he's old and his knees blown. But no, give me some Robert Woods. He blew what about Burks? How do you feel about Burks? I think Burks is kind of. I think Burks. Traylon Burks, forty-three overall wide receiver. Robert Woods, forty-four overall wide receiver. It's eighty. Burks was really, really good in college. One hundred two. Did you see the stat that came out about Burks today? What? He is the only wide receiver that weighs over two hundred and twenty pounds that has ran as fast as he has since Julio Jones. No, like he's big. <laughs> like he's big as fuck, but like is it almost too big is my problem. <laughs> I'm but not he's fast I'm, as shit, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to It was very fun to watch in college. Anyone gonna really anyone gonna bust for wide receiver? In a weird way. I'm just gonna throw a DK. I, I mean Mike Evans I, might yeah, DK. DK only because he doesn't have a quarterback. But who Mike got? Evans is kinda um, fringe for me this year. Mm, I don't know. About I, that. He's always had a thousand so yards. He has every season he's been like in the league. Every year he's Mr. Every year. He's never hurt. I like thousand yards, like eight touchdowns. But I almost is, think this is, is the year Evans. for some reason. And I think that like wow. Brady's gonna really like the uh, a lot of the other guys this year. Okay. Well, Godwin's practicing again. Exactly. So. I think Godwin's the guy now. Tyree Kill. Ooh, he's not going to be the number one fantasy receiver on his football team, Ooh. and he's going to have a huge culture <laughs> I shock. I disagree with that. He's going to have a huge culture shock missing the the man, Ooh, Patty I Mahomes. I think I disagree. With I that. disagree, but I like 
I like it, but I disagree. Flames on fucking fire today. I'm throwing fucking. He hasn't been on in a while. Best so rookies. Yeah, I have best to. rookies. Best rookies. Garrett fucking Wilson. Did we go over number one? Who we think's gonna be number one? Uh, I don't know. Just I say remember. it quickly, Devontae. I'm Adams. pretty drunk. I have like a bold take on this, so like this is not that's something I want to go. Quickly. Chase All is right. mine. I think everyone knows that. Justin Jefferson and I, I like by a lot. Who's Who you yours? got, baby? McCole Hardman. Number one, shut number the fuck one up. receiver fantasy? In, in fantasy this year. What the fuck is wrong oh. with you? You were you were waiting for that all fucking. I podcast. was waiting for it. Like we were day. talking about Juju, wanna, Kelsey, and then you're just like, I want to let me you. hold you're on. Say everyone everyone gives CUI the mic for a little bit. Let, let us hear this. Look up his ADP while this is happening. I will. Tyree Kill had 159 targets last year. Those targets have to go somewhere. People are saying Juju. Yeah, Juju's been injury prone for the last two to three years. Juju, MVS, and Sky. Uh, hold Moore. on, hold on. Give CY the mic. No one I takes the top over the defense. Who is the most similar to Tyreek Hill in that offense? Who's a plug and play in that position in that offense out of all the personnel they have? It's not Juju. Juju's more comparable to a pass catcher, Sammy Watkins, in that offense. If you're looking for a guy to be Tyreek Hill in that offense, and absolutely explode is Nicole Robbie Hartman. Okay, so you don't think it's Sky Moore? I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know what his middle name is. (laughs) I apologize. That's cool if it's wrong. Mr. Mr. Hartman, if you're listening to this, we apologize. We don't know what your middle name is. Nicole Hartman, fantasy. Okay, Nicole Hartman is going, he's ranked right now 63 overall wide receiver. Sky Moore, who could fit that role you're uh, do we really think a rookie is going to do that, though? No, I, I don't. Jamar Chase did. I think did. MVS. Sky Moore is 52 You can compare Sky Moore to fucking Jamar Chase. Yeah. Jump I off think, a bridge. I think MVS has Hardman a ADP is 147. 147. So he's undrafted in our league. He's undrafted. He's, yeah, it's undrafted. Undrafted. His you strength of schedule is 31st. One. So he's got the hardest strength of schedule for a wide receiver. All of them do. Juju, Sky Moore, doesn't matter. They all have the hardest... Ranked right now, right now, to schedule, which, is, which is, I mean, it's all it's going into the year. Yeah, it's all yeah. probability, right? You know, um, that's a fucking bold take, bold fucking take. All right, bonkers. That he's the happen, fourth though. best receiver. Would you take? Team. Would you take him with your last pick in our draft? Of course he would. Yes, yes. If he thinks he has potential to be number one. He is taking. Him it's with actually him. going to be on his roster. That's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Let me have him. Fucking let me have him. Best rookies. For me, it's it's Garrett Wilson. Or Drake London, I think they're both fucking. I actually think they're both fucking studs. I give I, me my boy B. I said give it me on, my boy. I said it on bolds, and I said it earlier. Chris Olave is going to fucking ball his mind away. I actually no. don't think so. I don't either. I like. Chris I'm actually Olave. thinking he's going to be the first re- first rookie receiver with a thousand. I got three. I got three, which is Drake London. Which, give me some. Give me some Alec Pierce. Ooh, baby. I love that. He looks great. Cincy, baby. Starter. Drake London, Chris Olave, but boy, look out for fucking your boy on the Packers. Walking? Mm. No, not not Watson. Romeo Dubs. Oh, Romeo Dubs. Nevada boy. Fucking highlight of Packers training camp right now. (laughs) It's been a week and a half. They haven't played a game yet. Rodgers loves that motherfucker. Guy can't stop. (laughs) I love him. 
I fucking love that guy. I love week one training camp. I love hey, week one. They're all over him. By the way, Rogers is obsessed. By the way, Rod- it's been Rogers 14 days him. of training he camp, can't motherfuckers. Stop throwing to him. What? 14 days. Alan Lazard. <laughs> give me some Romeo dude, one. Give me you know some Romeo the, You know who led preseason targets for, from the Packers for the last like four years? Jake Krumroy. Fucking touchdown, Jesus! That guy's good though. Never made the team. That guy's so good. Rogers is really pissed about that. Everyone Brown was the fucking preseason goat. I love Romeo Dubs though. That's funny as shit. Moving on to quarterback, who's elite? I mean, it's a tough one. Well, it's not tough. Like you have this like that group of guys that like the quarterback position in fantasy is interesting for me because. In a weird way, they don't separate each other all that much because you understand that like a lot of the top guys are going to get their points, you know? Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a pretty safe bet with a lot of quarterbacks a lot of times. So it's it's kind of challenging to really find that one guy that's going to be elite elite. For me, the elite elite this year is Mahomes and Burrow because they don't have... Ooh, got they don't the have... Bagels. No, well, no, I'm sorry. Gonna sorry, no, no, no. That was wrong. Mahomes and Herbert. Oh. Sorry. sorry. It's Mahomes and Herbert. Because blue they, balls. They, blue it's balls. because the Bengals, I think, have a better running game than those teams. So, for me, like I said, the Chiefs don't have, like, the strongest running game, and I don't think the Chargers do either. So, I think those two guys have the potential to throw the ball a lot, a lot. Kimberg hates Eckler. He's not an Eckler guy. I'm just not. I'm not either. I'm, on, I'm honestly. Fucking... Last year, he was my bust, and he fucking was like blew up. <laughs> he's, he's a guy he's like running back too. So he's a guy that I stay away from every season. I stay. I don't. Yeah. I want no part of Eckler. I don't want any part of Eckler. B, you got anyone for elite? I mean, elite ties into who I think is going to be the number one. One. Okay, we'll get into that. So uh, quarterback one, my elite guy, and I don't even think it's close. I think he's MVP. I think their team goes to the Super Bowl. I think he's QB1 in fantasy. And Josh Allen is a fucking monster. And he's going to destroy this league this year after what he experienced in the playoffs. Okay. Um, I'm not there on Josh Allen. I'm just simply not. It's because you're dumb. I think the accuracy is a problem. <laughs> um, I think he's going to be fine. Except for he's increased accuracy every year no, he's he been has. in the league. He has. I'm not going to argue that, but I think... When push comes to shove, I'm not a Josh Allen guy. Same. I think I'm I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking Herbert. I'm taking Burrow. Um, I'm taking those guys ahead of him. Aaron. Aaron. Three-time reigning MVP. Yeah, but not fantasy MVP. How early is it to take Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen? See, I Depends can Depends what kind of league you're in. I can wait on those guys because they're the same guy to me. That's my problem. They're, they're all going to put up those consistent numbers. So for me, like, okay, if someone reaches on – Herbert, like, okay, I still got Allen. But all right, they so, reach, they reach Allen. okay. So I have a question. I have a question for that then, because no one's arguing that, and we're going to talk about these big guys, these big names, big weapons, four thousand, forty touchdowns. You don't get one of those. Who do you want, and where do you get them? Honestly, I still have Dak. Dak. I still have Dak. Like Dak, that's how I look at Russell, it. Like, all, Dak I, and Russell are all going in the eighth and, and ninth round, and I'll give up a steal. I think Derek Carr is gonna have fucking crazy. Carr, this year. Carr and Cousins are very consistent. Like, cor- those are guys that I'd be fine with having this year. Carr like, and Cousins are, both and we've very just consistent. named ten quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like Boom. that's my thing Done. about the quarterback position. Like I can wait on a guy. Anyone? And I and I and I took Mahomes third one third round pick one last year, mm-hmm. and it pays off because you know I went to the fantasy Super Bowl, but like. I still think like I could have waited. I thought, you know, and Mahomes 
you know, he's that guy, and he's always going to be that guy for me. So having twenty-seven points at your quarterback every position week. every week is amazing. It's just you need it, and it's a lock. Because yeah. you lose the day you have ten points at your quarterback position, you fucking you're lose. Fucking and lost. Cousins and Carr do that too. Every once in a while, they do. You know what I mean? They can. Who's a steal for a quarterback? I already said Derek Carr for me. I like Derek Carr. I think that's a good one. Um, Kyler Murray. I mean, he was a, a top guy last year um, going into it, and I don't think the productivity is going to go down. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins out for six games. I understand that. But he's still going to get his numbers. You know, He's still going to run for points. He's still going to be able to make plays. Um, I know they lost Christian Kirk. I don't think that's big as big of a loss as people are projecting it to be. I don't think anyone's um, saying it's a loss, honestly. Um, I don't know. I think Kyler Murray's still going to put up points for you on fantasy. No, Hopkins. Six games. I understand that. Six weeks. What you got, B? I, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that Matt Ryan is going like QB 20. I, I actually think that's fine. I think it's fair, too. He'll easily be in the top 10. Fantasy. I just don't know there's enough volume there. He's a good quarterback. I just don't know if he's a fantasy quarterback. There's I mean, volume. What, like you, but are you taking guys like Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones? I think I kind of am. Over not, not Ryan? Not every one of those guys, but like I think I'd take Trevor Lawrence before him. I wouldn't. I mean, granted, no. should you have a starter at quarterback Trevor over Lawrence Matt had, Ryan? Yes. yes. That's, yeah. 100%. That's, that's, that's my argument. That's okay. the point. So then the this, this still would be, I probably... Famous Jameis. Is that yours? Yeah. No, because he's in the same category as like ADP one fifty six. I would say Tom. Last Bra- year he went off before he got hurt. No, he. I would say Tom Brady. Like as, as sick as we're hearing Fuck that name, yeah, we didn't even say Tom Brady. It's yeah. Like Tom Brady's going in like the ninth. Yeah, and he's gonna start Good for pick. you all seventeen weeks. Yes, he will. great pick. Great pick. Sixteen. Who's a? 16. Anyone got a bus for a really quarterback? Sixteen. Well, a bus. Yeah, I have, I have a bus. Jalen hurts for me. He uh, finished what, like top? He might have been a top ten quarterback last uh, year. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts was like eighth. Yeah, for me, I just I want no part of Jalen Hurts this year. Uh, or Dak, ever. Dak Prescott. Ooh. Um, I think he's me running for his life back there. I think he has to put up points for the Cowboys so, though. That's why I think he's like a solid pick. Like he has to throw. I'm he just, has to score. I I just don't I don't think the numbers are there. Okay. Um, for me, and this is strictly off the best fantasy sites that you can find online Trey Lance is in the top 13 that is an absolute bust yeah but he's going you can't he's say going a bust. he hasn't played yet he, but it doesn't matter because he doesn't want he's, a, he's projecting because, him to be a bust but because here's the thing you're, you're putting him over guys like Jameis no, Rogers no. yes Trey Lance is getting drafted in like the 11th 12th round no or, I bet he goes before that no he's maybe, going before that yeah he's not He's going in. He's consistently going in the eleventh round. Really? Yes. Uh, see, and by that time, you should have another starting quarterback. Yeah, a bus should be a starter. A guy who's in the top ten. That's yeah, going to. But if you're ranking a guy at twelve, that's a starter. A lot of leagues are ten to twelve guys. He's see, number twelve. I actually think I've seen a lot of people really high on Trey Lance, so I think that's a fine pick for a bust. I think it's a great pick for a bust B, because there's there's a ton of them. Trey mm-hmm. Lance is it. All right. Uh, best rookie, I put none. No, there's no rookie. I mean, there's none. Maybe Matt Corral for the Panthers. It's, I don't think he plays. I, He's third I, string. I think it's but whoever starts at Fuck. this point. But he could. But yeah, Kenny Pickett. Do we Pickett? have a starter? Maybe Kenny Pickett. Ritter, Kenny Pickett are probably our closest starters. Uh, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Shit. 
Uh, tight ends, who's elite? And give me your bold prediction for number one. Like I said, all the, all the bunch is all elite, in my opinion. Um, I think Kelsey stands out, but right behind him, I've had Mark Andrews last year, and I love me some Mark Andrews. Yeah, he had a great year. I gave my take on Kelsey. Don't need to go any further there. <laughs> I think Pitts could have potential to finish number one. I'm, I'm, I'm with Pitts in that elite category. He, I think he was very average in the first six weeks was it yeah. six or eight weeks and then he didn't have a touchdown like early and then he went, went bonkers after that he only had so. one he only had one touchdown last year which i think obviously that goes up but he also had over a thousand yards which mm-hmm. is he broke rookie tight end tight rookie ends, yeah. yeah exactly uh for bus i put anyone that isn't named kelsey andrews pitts kittle waller so i think uh, i think if you get one of those guys i think you're gonna feel pretty good at tight end position best rookie Jelani Woods, baby, Virginia. Oh, Colts. He's fucking six seven. He's he's uh, two hundred fifty three pounds, four six forty, and you know what? I think he's got the highest upside for I, receptions for. Give me the guy. UCLA guy in Denver, Delucci. Delucci, yeah. Delucci for Denver is going to be best rookie. He has a competition with Alberto. I, but I think they split and I also time. Think, yeah, they traded Noah Fant. Yeah, all because yeah. they felt pretty solid about their. Tight I think end they run a lot of two tight end sets. I think Delucci gets a lot of playing time. Hey, Russell Wilson likes his tight end. I was too. gonna say that he loves his tight ends. Okay. I also a little bit of a you know spoiler for me in my draft this year. I've given away like fucking a hundred of them. I so. like Hawkinson. I've always liked Hawkinson. I'd all be right. fine with kind of waiting around for Hawkinson. Yeah. Okay. Hawkinson is fucking dope. I like Hawkinson. All right, I think that's it. Anything else you got, B. Ramick? Fantasy guru? Fuck. Expert? What do you think? Uh, just give me love or hate these guys, okay? All right. Debo. Love. ETN. Hate. Hawkinson. Love. Ayuk. Love. Love, okay. Pollard. Hate. Elijah Mitchell. Hate. This is all fucking Niner list or what? I gave... And Cowboys. How- oh, I did. Three Niners. What about what about defense? We didn't talk much about defense. Do you really need a top five defense in our in our league? I think it plays into some weeks. I think if I'm pretty high on the Chargers this year, okay. and I'm pretty high on Green Bay, who both right now I don't know why, but both those defenses are ranked out of the top ten. Off the Packers, no way they're out of the top they are. 10. They're ranked seventeenth. No fucking shot. And, and I think they're fucking great. They just don't they don't get a lot of turnovers. Yeah. They're not a turnover defense points wise. But I, I, I mean I think Chargers, Packers, obviously they're terrible special teams. Bills are All great. Right. All right. Fucking Bucks, shit Bucks with are that great. Shit. All right. I'm gonna go around the room. Top of your head, I want the first thing that comes to mind. We're gonna end on this. All right. Okay, Morgan. Number one fantasy player at the end of the year. Number one point scorer. Who is it? <laughs> CMC. Oh, fuck. B? Stefan Diggs. Just to fuck me. Why is that to fuck you? I, I, just, <laughs> I, I have a hatred with him, apparently. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Wow. Um. Shit. Dalvin Cook. Ooh. All right, biggest bust. Go around the room. Biggest bust. See why. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, fuck. Really? 
God damn, my one one pick is fucking hurting, bro. Hey, the, just look at the histories of one ones. It's tough. No, but like, it's tough. It's I mean, tough. But, but then, like, be, if you don't pick I a know, one one, I know, I know, and I know. he goes off, you just look like a dumbass, well, it, dude. It, it can happen. Only man. one who does it is fucking Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's true. Gurley did it. Gurley did it one year. CMC did C- it. Uh, LT obviously. It's yeah, way LT back. went crazy. Uh, Cream Hunt did it. I don't, David Johnson was he no. once he went one he did terrible yeah he then did Blaine, terrible. He was Blaine the got bust. him he snapped his wrist yeah a bust I think oh I think sp- not I think Najee. someone we, someone oh I think Najee has a potential like Damn, real quick someone we didn't t- we didn't touch on was well Najee but Cream Hunt the trade yeah, yeah the trade get give me Dude. fucking New Orleans a little Are bit you, you, you know, know what I'm saying Dude, do you draft Cream Hunt in potential that he might get I, traded? I don't. Just because I'm not in that position to draft him. Dude, give me Kareem Hunt to the Niners. He'd go oh. fucking crazy. In that that's offense. what I'm saying. Like, Elijah Mitchell is like... Put him in Atlanta with Mariota. That'd be fun as fuck. I said uh, that to K-Morgan yesterday. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. Fuck it, run it. <laughs> Who's busting? Who's ATL? busting? Who'd you have busting? Oh, Najee? Najee. I'd love Najee. I had JT. He's Who so do you good. have? I think T. Higgins. He's, he's like a fucking always, fourth rounder. Dude. No, he's, yeah, a, Jamar Chase. he's a third rounder. That's yeah. That, <laughs> give me yeah. You can say Jamar, but you can't I'm, say. I can say Jamar or yeah, Jamar I'm Chase. Be, I'm be Thanks. such a dick right now. Devonte Adams. Oh, that's all pure hatred. That is pure hate. Kevin's was too. That's fine. No, that's fair. Hatred. Mine's real. When's our draft? Real no, hatred. I, I don't think our draft is going to do that well. Our draft next week. I think Our Jamar's going to go crazy. Saturday. I week think Jamar's going to have a great year. I think T. Higgins. I don't think anyone can somewhere. guard any of them. All right, Be- this is a good episode. Tune in. Um, now we're going to get into our ep- our uh, interview with Taylor Cornell, um, fantasy expert. <laughs> um, Other fantasy expert. Yeah, after these fantasy <laughs> experts. But anyways, uh, we're we're better than Matthew Berry. That's all that matters. Yeah. So tune in. Where's uh, he going to be this year? He's uh, NBC, I think, because he sucks. Oh, Jesus. All right, without further ado, um, we'd like to get into our interview segment here today. Um, TD Podcast interview brought to you by Golden Road Brewery. Uh, we have Taylor, is it Cornell, right? How do you say the last name? Don't want to mess that That's up. That's right. Uh, Cornell, Cornell like the university, baby. Oh, there we go. Uh, smart. Um, thanks for coming on, <laughs> man. We appreciate it. I know we've gone back and forth a few times um, on Twitter and, you know, with some Bengal stuff. Um, but glad to have you on on the fantasy segment and happy to be here. Happy you're here. Absolutely. Uh, always excited to talk Bengal stuff and, um, you know, fantasy and anything else that comes up. But I know you and I have have mainly talked Bengals in the past. So it's a, it's a good time to be a Bengals fan. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Uh, Brandon here. Thanks for coming on again. I really appreciate it. I, we're going to yes, we're going to kick off with some questions, some fantasy questions. And uh, one that I wrote down for this pod today is what is your favorite type of draft strategy? Do you like going like zero RB? Do you like getting RB early? Do you like doing the hero RB where you pick like one early and then kind of just fill in the rest of your team before you pick another one? What do you what do you typically go for? Um, that's a great question. I am usually a uh, robust running back. I go with the workhorses early. So uh, I believe that there's a pretty steep drop off once you get past the top. I mean, you've got a very few, it's getting fewer and fewer every year of actually having workhorse running backs, right? Like you've got the Derrick Henry's when he's Mm -hmm. healthy and even the Joe Mixon's of the world would qualify as a workhorse running back. But so many, so many of those dudes are in timeshares now. And I hate trying to guess 
which of the guys is going to get the carries or get the touches week in and week out. So I like to secure some of those top running backs in the first couple of rounds. I then like to hammer wide receiver, and I typically am punting on both quarterback and tight end position. So quarterback, I'm like, uh, you know, wait till the Kirk Cousins, later Tom Brady, a little bit later. Um, I don't know what their ADPs are these days. I haven't done any drafts yet this summer. Um, but get those guys a little bit later after I have a couple running backs, a few wide receivers and things like that. And I mean, same thing with tight end. If you're getting a Kelsey, if you're getting a Mark Andrews, that works out great. Uh, but if unless you're getting one of those two guys in the first couple of rounds or wherever they're going, uh, I'm just not interested in getting the guy who's going to finish as tight end six because the guy at tight end 16 is probably only going to average a couple points fewer per game. So that's typically how I attack fantasy drafts each year. Awesome. Let's uh, take it back. You know, what's kind of your history of fantasy football? How long you've been doing it? Uh, what made you get into it? And what made you actually be like an enthusiast in that department? Shoot. Uh, yeah, I've been playing fantasy football. I got in my first fantasy football league when I was in, I want to say, sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. So uh, it was my friend. And then it was his dad's league with all of his dad's friends. So it was like a couple 13-year-olds and then a bunch of old dudes that knew what they were doing. So um, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now uh, of fantasy football. And I really have gotten more into like the dynasty aspect as well. So for those unfamiliar with it, that's like where you're drafting a team and keeping those players year in and year out. You can trade in the off season. Like there really is no off season. Um, so I, I've gotten really into that. And I joined my first dynasty league uh, probably like six years ago, maybe seven years ago. Um, and now I'm in predominantly dynasty leagues i do dabble in like one or two maybe redraft usually like a, some sort of charity league each year but yeah i i've got i think seven dynasty teams currently which can be uh, a bit much to keep track of but i enjoy it so that's sort of what i've been doing and then man i first started doing like writing for fantasy football because i got really 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 into it and i realized that uh out of all of my friends, I was a little bit more into it than they were. Um, just setting my lineup each week wasn't enough. I was like, I was deep. So I got into writing a little bit. I did some writing starting in like, I think 2018, maybe 2019 is when I first started doing some writing for Roto Heat. They're still uh, a functional website. They have actually are, are growing quite a bit. So I used to write with them. I used to write with uh, Dynasty Happy Hour. They're a pretty big podcast these days. I used to write with Fantasy Intervention uh, before it kind of disbanded a little bit and, and people went their different ways. But it's been a lot of fun because I think my favorite part through all of it is obviously one, writing about something you're passionate about. And I had a I had a Dynasty podcast for a while that I kind of let go of before I got into the Bengals world here. But you get to interact with so many people too. So like some of the big fantasy names that you might see out on Twitter, I would consider at, at worst acquaintances. Some of them I would consider friends of mine. So that's been probably the most fun thing I've had, you know, encountered in the fantasy spaces doing that. But uh, I have, I have a lot of fun with data. So that's why I kind of like fantasy, I think. Oh yeah. I like that. Seven dynasty teams might be a little too moss, but I like how, hor I like how horny you are about fantasy. Cause I'm definitely the same way. Just real quick before uh, Blaine asks you a question. What's your take on Matthew Barry, and do you think he's better? You do you think you are better than Matthew Barry? Because I personally think I'm better than him. <laughs> uh, I will say I 
respect Matthew Barry for his pioneership, or if that's a word, within the fantasy space. Am I better than Matthew Barry? I will say it, I do think that some of the things that I read from Matthew Barry, some of the things I hear from Matthew Barry that I disagree with, that I'm like, that is wildly inaccurate in my opinion. Um, I do have to give the guy credit because he is trying to give advice to millions of people and reach them with an overarching message, overarching or overarching, I don't know, a wider message. So let me get all that out of the way, pay him respect in that manner. Do I think I could beat him in a fantasy league? I do think I could beat him in a fantasy <laughs> yeah. league. I, there we go. There we go. I, I'm just going to say it. I think I could. All right. So with with all this history and all these leagues you do, like you you eventually come to a point where you draft, let's say, 12 times in a year, and you always come across one player you need on your team, you have on your team. Of all time, oh. of all time, who is your favorite fantasy football player that you always had to draft? For example, when I started fantasy, I was probably like 15 I had to have Maurice Jones-Drew in every league, whether I was trading up in drafts, trading for him mid-season, I had to get MJD. Who is your guy? Oh, man, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to throw it back a little bit because now that I have transitioned a little bit into Dynasty, you don't really, I mean, other than the rookies, incoming rookies, you don't really draft it every year. So I'm only in like maybe one or two redrafts every okay. year. So it's hard to say, but like, as I go back and think about when I was predominantly redraft, a player that seemed to always be on my team, especially when I was performing well in my uh, fantasy leagues was LaShawn McCoy. That guy was always on my teams uh, in his prime. I, I, I almost said Jamal Charles. I recall him being on a few of my teams, like multiple years, but LaShawn McCoy is the one that jumps out is like, he, I feel like whatever his best run of years were fantasy wise, those would have been like the three to four years he was on my teams. Just the paper mache hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Unfortunately. (laughs) No, I mean, there was a string of LaShawn McCoy where he was top five, easy, just caught balls out of the backfield, explosive. Like he got you those 20 to 30 point weeks where you're like, okay, I won this week because of LaShawn McCoy. Um, yeah, I was, I just went back to go look at his stats because I was like, wonder what that stretch was exactly. Uh, probably like from 2011 to 2014, he was in the 1600 range yards from scrimmage, 2100 yards from scrimmage in 2013. Wow, uh, lots he, of touchdowns yeah. too. So I'm like, RB, that's that yeah. must have been what it was. He's yeah. RB one that year, I think, for sure. Very cool. Um, I know you mentioned it a little bit, but how many leagues are you currently in? You know, going into this year, and I know is is Dynasty your favorite type of league to play in? Yeah, I I would say first and foremost, yes, Dynasty is my favorite because I enjoy drafting guys and feeling like those are my guys. And with redraft, um, you can't have a team that has Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on it and so on and so forth, right? Because you can't get all those guys unless you traded for them. And that's going to be really hard to do in redraft. Whereas in dynasty, you can trade for whoever you want. You can trade rookie picks, which kind of makes me feel like an NFL GM in some ways. Uh, Speaking of, I did try a, um, 
salary cap league once and that was way too hard to keep track of salaries and like trying to do trades and you're like oh wait no over the cap like that was awful so don't recommend that but in a small sense uh having rookie picks and drafting rookies and trying to kind of scout the incoming rookies is is a fun part for me and because you can accumulate players you know through the draft and through trades over various years like i have one team um one of my, like you asked how many teams I have. I have one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five dynasty teams and two redrafts currently. So I have seven total teams. But one of my dynasty teams has Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, AJ Brown. And those weren't all guys that I just traded for in one season. It was like, you know, I drafted DeAndre Swift in a rookie draft. I drafted Jamar Chase. I traded for AJ Brown. Like over a few years, I've accumulated so you, those guys. So it's like you have like 10, 12 of the top 30 players. I would say that's a pretty yeah, good it's, team. It's pretty <laughs> disgusting. It's pretty disgusting. It is like I typically play 12 man leagues, and this one is my only 10 man league I'm in. So it's a little bit easier to accumulate talent, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, um, that's the roster that I open up and, uh, I get a little tingly when I look at my starting lineup. So, all right. Uh, I got a question for you, but real quick, going back to the, that salary cap one, I think maybe you should try and rejoin it. Cause based on uh, the NFL's off season, salary cap is fake. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> Seriously. Especially for yeah. the Rams. Cause apparently uh, they didn't just sign just, whoever uh, they want. So if I can just kick the money down the road far enough away to where I can leave the league before I actually have yeah. to worry about it, yeah. just I would probably, I would probably yeah. do that. Yeah. Apparently the cap's not even a real thing. It's just a myth that they throw out there, but That's I guess right. the Rams That's can right. sign whoever they want apparently. So, I don't know if I have enough money in escrow to play like that. So. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, what's the ceiling floor for like the Bengal players? Like a realistic one for me. Like I think Jamar Chase is like he's going to be the number one uh, fantasy receiver this year. But in your opinion, what do you think about like Chase, Higgins, Burrow, Mixon, those type of guys this year coming up? Yeah, I think uh, Jamar Chase, pretty reasonably top three guy. I think you could make an argument that maybe Devontae Adams or a Justin Jefferson, who I think will be in a better offense, uh, a more offensive friendly scheme than what he's been in the last couple of years where he's still been dominant. So I think there's a very real chance that Justin Jefferson is potentially the wide receiver one this year, but you can't obviously count out Jamar Chase could be there. Um, I think T Higgins is also a top, 15 wide receiver oh, come probably. on get, get him in the top 12 he's got to be a top <laughs> i know I, almost, I actually almost said 12 <laughs> and then i was like you know what maybe i should hedge and say uh top 15 but i'm i'm pretty bullish on t higgins this year i was just finished up another podcast before this one and they were talking about like in redraft would you prefer jamar in round one or t in like round three and i definitely would want t in round three uh when you consider cost especially since i typically build my team running back running back before I take wide receiver, like T Higgins is, I think a walking 1100 yard, 10 touchdown guy this year. Um, and that doesn't seem hot takey to me by any means. I no, mean, he was pretty, he was pretty efficient last year, missed a little bit of time. You look at, uh, I don't know if you've seen the stats of which I, I don't love like cherry picking stats and stuff like that. But if you look over the Bengals' last 14 games, including the playoffs, just saw this tweet tonight, um, T. Higgins has 12 fewer fantasy points. He has 1,100 yards in the past 14 games, um, four games with over 20-plus fantasy points. So he was 
like on pace with Jamar Chase for almost a full season length of time. It's not like a little three game sample size. It's yeah. a 14 game sample size. And so, he, he missed three games too. So absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. I'll bump it up. I think he's a top 12 guy. He's got to uh, be a top 12 guy. <laughs> top 12 guy. What, um, what about Mixon? Tell me about Mixon real, real quick before you know yeah, our guy I mean, in Burrow. It's hard not to be uh, like extremely high on all of these guys because I'm very high on this team this year and this offense this year. Uh, I mean, Joe Mixon finished as like the RB five or something last year, depending three. on your scoring RB3. systems. Three, yeah, yeah. and uh, was contacted behind the line of scrimmage, fifty-two percent of his carries. Well, at Jeez. least the Bengals as a team were. Yeah, uh, the Bengals as a team. According to, according to Warren Sharp, contacted behind the line of scrimmage on 52% of their carries. We know that Joe Mixon handles like 80% of our carries. So those are a lot of his carries. He's getting hit behind the line of scrimmage half the time. Still finishes as the RB3. Yeah, we now RB3. have Lyle Collins, who is the number one run blocking right tackle in the NFL last year, according to PFF. Now in the fold, you have Alex Kappa, you have Ted Karras, who are obvious upgrades over what we had at center, right guard, right tackle last year. You hope that Jonah Williams continues to develop, even if Jackson Carmen on the left guard position is only average at best, you still have an upgrade at obvious upgrade at three of the five positions. So I think he is poised to at least duplicate what he did last year. I think some people might be a little, I don't know if worried is the right word, but like a little like cautious because the touchdown numbers were high for him last year when you look at his career and you would say those are hard to bank on year in and year out. If those come down, what does this season look like? I mean, last year he had 16 total touchdowns prior to last year. His career high was nine. So he almost doubled his career high. But I think that with this offense being high powered, they were extremely inefficient in the red zone last year. Took the second or tied for the most sacks in the red zone last mm-hmm. year, which obviously means you're kicking field goals, not scoring touchdowns. If we get more protection for Joe, not only does it help the passing game, obviously, but it helps the other Joe, Joe Mixon, uh, with running lanes as well. So I think at least doing what he did last year, 1,200 yards anywhere from 12 to 15 touchdowns is pretty reasonable. So I think it is cost. He's like RB five, most places right now, somewhere around there. So we're at the end of the first round. I'd be very comfortable taking him there. Agreed. Agreed. And real quick for Burrow, we know he's a dude. We know what he's going to do. We know that he's probably an MVP candidate this year. That's right. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, Just real quick. Give me a stat line for him. Give me uh, attempts. How many attempts do you think he's going to throw this year? His passing yards, his touchdowns, and his interceptions. What do you think? Oh, dang. Um, Last year, I think it was last year, I did a – I was going to try to find the tweet now. I did a uh, projection for one team. I was trying to do a full team projection, and I started with the Chiefs. And I did the quarterback. I did tight end, running backs, wide receivers. Like, I did all those. And after I finished that one, because I tried to – not just randomly guess, right? I tried to look at historically, what do they average and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is way too time consuming. And I just was like, I'm not doing this for all these teams. And then I went back and looked and had, I was actually very close on my projections. So I would like to do that again this year. Um, I haven't yet. I would say off the top of my head, I think Joe Burrow has uh Easily 5,000 plus passing yards. Um, if I had to put a round number on that, love that. Gosh, 5,000? <laughs> love that. Oh, yeah. For sure. He was at 4,600 last year, and they basically had him neutered for the first six weeks of the season. I mean, 
if you if you don't watch the uh, the Bengals games and you kind of just look at stats, like you might not necessarily get a feel for how little they were letting him just let it rip. And then you noticed a change midseason after the bye where you saw the game of 500 yards against the Ravens. You saw the game against the Chiefs two times, might I add. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you saw some of those things that were like, okay, when they trust him with the ball, he's going to perform. So I think this year they're, I mean, knock on wood, he recovers from this appendectomy sooner rather than later uh, and gets back to practice and gets his conditioning up so that there is no, we need to start out slow with him this year. And so if you just let him rip from the start, I mean, 4,600 yards last year on 520 attempts. I think this year you're looking at more attempts, maybe in the 550 to 575 range, 5,000 yards. I'll go 40... Let's see if I think Higgins is getting 11 touchdowns. Jamar's probably getting 11 or 12. I'll go like 42 touchdowns. Love that. Boyd's going to get seven so this year. Hayden Hurst. You're, probably call, interceptions. you're calling Joe Burrow MVP. He is essentially. MVP. I said, yeah. He's going to be MVP. If he yes, throws for yes. 5,000 plus, you assume they win the division go it's playoff. It's either I know you bingo guys. And he I, throws for 40 go, plus going, touchdowns. I'm to go MVP. Put, I'm going to go put money on that actually uh, next weekend because I can't the odds? gamble you know in my the state. Odds? <laughs> Do you know the odds? Uh, well, I'm going. Uh, sorry, I'm going to go put it on uh, Burrow MVP. Yeah, what's, what's um, those? And uh, I, I don't I remember. I it's probably. Yeah. I think it's at plus 1400. He was like fifth or sixth, so it's not, not like terrible. he's a dark horse. But um, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, that's not terrible. I'd, I'd probably bet. Cody, what you got? All right. Before we get into, we're going to do a little segment of, you know, going through positions with start, bench, and cut some different players okay. at uh, each each spot. Uh, before we get into that, what's one what's one guy this year that you need to have on your fantasy team um, in a redraft league? Um, so a little background, Ooh. we are all in the same league. We've had the league for a long <laughs> running time. We're in a complete redraft every single year. Um, who's one guy you need to have on your team? Oh, that's a great question. Um, while I'm thinking of a different answer, I will say I really, really, really trying to put my homerism aside. I really like T Higgins if he is going to remain in like the round three range, honestly. Um, if I'm looking at overall and I don't want to consider a bingle, uh, it, it's funny because a lot of the guys at the top, I, I get nervous about them. Like I'm nervous about Cooper Cup, just assuming that he's going to be a triple crown type of guy again. I'm nervous about Derrick Henry coming off an injury, being a 27, 28 year old running back, whatever he is. I'm nervous about Najee Harris on an inefficient offense. Like so many of these top guys, I don't feel really, really good about. Um, I'll say I love. Uh, I'm, uh, you got, oof, you man, got, that's a good question. You gotta, I'm trying to pick, you got to love Saquon, top of the third, dude. No. I, dude, I, I'm literally looking at Saquon Barkley for, and I'm like, I love Saquon, but for being a be robust running back nervous. draft strategy guy, you got to love Saquon in the third. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Fantasy Pros ADP. They have him at RB13 right now. Like, for sure, I would take him RB13. That's, that's, 24 overall i'm getting them in round two so i'm taking joe mixon and saquon barkley to start my draft like for sure i do that all day it's a horny draft Um, (laughs) it's a very horny draft right there i love that ah man i was trying to think of another i was gonna say deandre swift i i just for some reason love deandre swift but i understand that people don't love i feel like i'm 
uh, contradicting myself because I do like the workhorse guys, and DeAndre Swift is not that, but he's so good as a pass-catching back, and we assume the Lions probably will be targeting him he- um, heavily again this year, even though they added Jameson Williams. He's coming back from an injury, even though they have Hawkinson, even though people think uh, St. Brown's good. I actually don't think he's that good. Um, that's just me personally, but... I think Swift's still going to be involved. So I'll, I'll just say DeAndre Swift. All right. I got to give you someone that's not T. Higgins. All right, fair enough. All right, let's get into start one, bench one, cut one. We're starting with the quarterback position. Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes. All right, I got to ask. I'm not taking into account like where they're going in drafts. It's just which ones I want on my team. For start fantasy, bench, cut. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Fantasy. Start bench cut. Fantasy. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um... Start bench cut. Um, I will start Justin Herbert. Yep. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. I will start Joe Burrow. If I really do, if I really do believe, which I do, that he can go for five thousand yards, do I think Justin Herbert is going to go higher than that? Uh, no, I think they could be near each other. Um, so if I really truly believe that, I've got to start Joe Burrow. I'm actually going to bench Herbert and cut Mahomes. I am I am lower on the Chiefs this year altogether. I can't believe people don't think losing Tyreek Hill is a big deal. I, that that's a huge deal. It's it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. Um. All right, we'll move on to the best position. We'll do wide receivers. What's up? Yeah. Another one of your boys is on there. Okay. Chase, Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Start. Okay. Start I am, bench cut. I'm, Start bench I'm, cut. Car- I'm cutting Cooper Cup because I do think um, Allen Robinson. <laughs> you is believe the triple be... crown is getting cut? <laughs> I believe on. I'm cutting him. I, I mean, <laughs> Allen Robinson. Okay, first of all, just banking on somebody to to redo what he did last year is just unbelievable. If he did it, I mean, kudos to him. But I just cannot imagine you're seeing that type of ridiculous season out of him again next year. Um, so I. I assuming his numbers come down a little bit. And I think Allen Robinson is better right now, maybe for that offense than what Odell Beckham was last year as he was kind of getting up to speed on things um, coming back. Like well, he got traded there, right? You know, he got yes. cut and signed, Yeah, whatever it was. Um, you know, I think cup cup's going to be my easy cut. And now if I'm choosing between, I, I'm going to start Jefferson and bench chase. Cause like I said, I do think Jefferson's probably the wide receiver one this year. I, I love that. Fair. All right, running backs. JT, CMC, Henry, start bench cut. Uh, Easy cut on Henry. Like I said, I just don't feel good about him. I mean, I know you can't predict injuries necessarily, but you can look at trends and say it is not at all uncommon to see running backs of a certain age uh, begin to decline, especially coming off a foot injury that required surgery. Um, And I know he's had the offseason to heal and all that, but I just – I honestly don't feel great about Derrick Henry. Um, especially he looks, his like running his running style. Like I don't know. Yeah, he looks like a freak. By the way, <laughs> in the off season, yeah, a freak. He's, but but he's, I, he's I, pretty I, like in like he's not human. He's not of this world. I I definitely agree with that. Um, what were the other two? CMC and in, Taylor. Um, yeah, CMC I will. Taylor. Uh, I will start Jonathan Taylor and Bench McCaffrey, and I'm going to use my tiebreaker as I just trust 
the Colts a little bit more than I do Carolina, which maybe doesn't matter for fantasy. Like no, it matters. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, it matters. I mean, if Christian McCaffrey is getting every single touch like he did a couple years ago, then you know who cares if Baker Mayfield's not good. But for me, I'm like Jonathan Taylor in that offense with a better quarterback than what he had last year. Um, and I'll use that as a tiebreaker. I'll take Taylor and then put McCaffrey as my bench. So sidebar, Taylor, you were at the Tennessee Bengal uh, playoff game, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. How big was Derrick Henry in person? Um, you know, this is not at all a meant to be a humble brag, but I was sitting in a box seat that was gifted. So I did not, I cannot afford box seats. Let me be clear. <laughs> um, but from where I was sitting, it was hard to get a good um, real life understanding of his size. But I do take all of the videos that I see on uh, Twitter and things like that and try to project that into real life. And he does look, you know, standing next to normal human beings to be uh, some sort of beast. Fair enough. All right, last category, uh, tight end. Kelsey, Andrews, and Kittle. Um, I'm going to cut Kittle just based off of the uncertainty of um, Trey Lance. Also, I think not helping Kittle's case is that he's such a good blocker. Uh, like, there's Like, if he's out there... They, I don't think they feel inclined like we have to get the ball to George Kittle. Like he can block for Mitchell. They've got Debo. Brandon Ayuk seems to be coming on again this offseason. He apparently has some chemistry with Trey Lance from, you know, offseason programs, whether we believe that or not. Um, so I'll cut him, though. Kelsey and Andrews. Uh, I am going to start Kelsey and bench Andrews. And uh, I know target competition maybe shouldn't really be my tiebreaker. Um, and maybe there's really not that many target, much target competition in Andrews uh, in Baltimore. He will be the number one target, but I think both will be number ones in their offense, but Kelsey's got the better, the, the quarterback that I would feel more comfortable providing enough volume week in and week out. Like I am trying to imagine a scenario where Travis Kelsey leaves a game with less than 10 targets. And I'm having a really hard time doing that. Whereas in Baltimore, yes, I know Andrews, uh, you know, attracts a lot of attention from Lamar Jackson. But I mean, Andrews was actually really good with Huntley last year. I think he was better with Huntley than he was with uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson. So um, I would just say I'll use my tiebreaker to be the volume going to Kelsey and a better quarterback for that. Awesome. Last question, and it's coming from me because I have a very strong opinion about this category. Don't tell me it's a kicker question. It is. It is 100% oh, yeah. a kicker question. <laughs> I fucking cannot stand kickers in our league. And I've okay. every every year in the offseason we uh everyone in our league is allowed to propose a new rule I'm a generous or guy. or a new point system and then if majority vote gets it then then we change the rule or we change the point yep. system so on and so forth. So every year I propose get rid of the fucking kickers cuz I can <laughs> uh-huh. I cannot tell you how many times I've fucking lost to Will Lutz on the Saints in close <laughs> fucking fantasy games by like one or two points. I hate kickers. I hate them. So what is your honest opinion about kickers in fantasy leagues? I hate kickers in fantasy <laughs> leagues. I, lo- um, I love this guy. You know, so, what? let's, so let's fly this guy out. <laughs> I had a similar um, scenario in which, which to me it's even more egregious in a dynasty league because in dynasty i'm trying to like build out a team and and attract like attract like i like uh, like my team is some sort of destination (laughs) obtain obtain young players that are going to be able to produce for me for like seven years right and then you've got the kicker spot and i'm like 
I don't care what kicker I have. Like the kicker I have now that finishes as the number one kicker could be cut next year because he misses three field goals. Like, I don't know. And I don't care in redraft. I guess you like the argument I have heard in redraft, which um, I went back and forth with one of my friends that did not want to get rid of the kicker was it's part of the game. You know, the defense is part of the game. The kicker is part of the game. It's all like fantasy football is all random. You never know who's going to score what. Uh, my point was, is the kicker is the most random thing, which to me is not fun because if you do your homework and you're trying to predict, uh, play the matchups and say, you know what? I think this wide receiver's got a great matchup this week because he lines up in the slot and averages this many yards per reception out of the slot and the slot corner for the opposition is this dude. And you're crunching all these numbers to try to find the best matchup. And you, you plug your kicker in the most accurate, say you plug in Justin Tucker and you're like, you know, he's the best kicker in the NFL. I think Evan McPherson's, but if Justin, yes, kicker, Justin okay. Tucker is the best kicker in the NFL and the Ravens score 28 points, Justin Tucker's getting you four points that game. And it's just so random. There is no predicting whether he's going to get field goals or whether he's going to get extra points or whether they're not going to score at all. It's maddening to me that there's so much randomness to it, that there is no strategy in my opinion which, for those reasons, I am out on the kicker position. Agreed. What do you uh, mean? There's plenty of strategy. There's, no, there's, teams, there's zero. Teams that don't there's score zero the fucking zone. strategy. There's percentages for that kind of shit, Brandon. <laughs> it's fuck, This is all fucking horse shit. You just well, fucking throw whatever you got in there, dude. Taylor, we appreciate it. Um, take, a, take a second to plug anything you're working on right now or anything you got going. Oh, man, yeah. Um, I've heard all the kicker arguments, so uh, this is bringing up some really bad conversations <laughs> for me uh, because it took a long time to get uh, to where to where I was. In my Believe life. me, um, but I, yeah, so, I, I hate Will Lutz. I hate him. I hate him as a man, <laughs> as a person, as a football player. But for some reason, though, like kicker is like the most um, – it seems to be the most controversial, divisive position in all of football because – if you bring up, hey, like maybe let's throw in an extra flex, you're not going to get a ton of super strong opinions one way or the other. Usually people are like, ah, yeah, sure, I'll throw in an extra flex. Uh, even IDP, someone might be like, ah, I don't love it, but yeah, throw in a couple IDP guys, whatever. But when you even mention kicker, you have people that are either way over here or way <laughs> over there, and there is no in between. I don't know what it is about the position. Anyways, yes, I'm out on Twitter at underscore Taylor Cornell. Most of my tweets are uh, Bengals related. Um, I do dabble in fantasy football. So you like on a Sunday, you'll probably see a tweet about a random player. and You'll be like, that's not a Bengals player. Uh, that means that player is on my fantasy team. and I'm upset with his performance. So when I'm like, what is Carson Wentz doing? And you're like, wait, why is Carson Wentz coming up here on my timeline? Uh, it's because he's for some reason on my fantasy team and he ran out of bounds instead of, you know, getting a first down. Uh, so anyways, out on Twitter, underscore Taylor Cornell, have a podcast, the who they Den, which is obviously totally Bengals dominated conversation. So if you're not a Bengals fan, maybe you wouldn't like that, but if you are a Bengals fan, uh, yeah, maybe you would like it. I'd hope you would, but I uh, have a lot of fun with that. So that's what typically I'm doing. I'm actually, I got one more thing to plug. It's not out yet. I'm working on this piece, right? Because everybody, this is back to Bengals talk. Sorry, I just get really passionate about it. I love everybody it. Everybody talks about this, the Super Bowl hangover. And I don't actually think the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. So I started looking at the last 15 years and the the teams that lost the Super Bowl, how they perform the next year, the their records the next year. Do they start slow? Do they like 
And there's honestly not a lot of compelling facts that tell me to believe that the Super Bowl hangover is real. So anyways, I'm going to eventually get this article um, published out here. So some of my stuff's out at uh, bingles-talk.com. And I'll probably make it into a Twitter thread anyways at some point. So even if you don't read it, you'll see it out on Twitter. So that's well, that's all I got going on at this point. Well, whether you're a Bengals fan or not, like and subscribe to that podcast. It's a really good podcast. I listen to it weekly. Uh, we appreciate it, Taylor. This is been an awesome interview we've had a ton of fun um hopefully these slapdicks in our fourth and drunk league don't <laughs> don't listen to this and uh gain some knowledge from it but we appreciate it we hope to have you on again soon during the fantasy year and see how those pro- projections are coming along who day absolutely thanks for having me on guys uh like and subscribe instagram twitter um thanks for the following we appreciate it we love the follows uh write any feedback keep answering the questions we have and um yeah